Yo, what's good, man? What up? What's up? We got our guy Terry Mack in here. In the house. The good brother. You guys might have uh, you know heard us speak about him at the um Know Your Network event last week. Mm-hmm. I met Terry, I say maybe about two months ago. I yeah. think it was at the Cups and Convos game night. I think we was playing Jenga. I just pulled up. You was already there. You pulled up. And you know, Jenga's my shit. Like that's my shit for real. I've yet and then, to play. You gotta never play your ass, but ever, never ever in your life, game? never. Wow. But see, that's I, you, not rare for him because he's haven't tried mad. It's a mad lot of shit. shit that like he's never yeah. tried Oreos. Okay, no, that's not. He's true. he's never I tried overrated. Snick. Yeah. Whoa, the black one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, overrated. Chill. I tried Oreo, but it wasn't like <laughs> Oreo form. I had like you know Oreo and McFlurry and, and shit, okay. and cookies and. He's never tried mad shit. Like never had like yeah Swedish fish. South Patch Kids. You're like, not mi- hey. I, I mean, missing, nah, 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 I'm missing cavities. I'm missing cavities. I'm just like, yeah, I get it. Hey, that was my shit. Teeth. I get it. <laughs> but yeah, so I think we just like changed Instagram. Then I seen him at the next game night. He's playing Uno and shit. And then um, we got the building at the uh, network event. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just had I just had to bring you on. We had to bring you on, son, because it's, it's put so many times that I meet somebody. And you know, I... He cool. He or she is cool. But yeah. like when you get to build with somebody on like an energy level, like, exactly. like it's past yeah. just like a simple conversation. It's like, all right, like this nigga, I could tell yeah. he's aligned with himself. You know what I'm saying? Like he know himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was the so same thing for to... me. It was the same thing for me. That's why um, uh, that's kind of what I saw when I decided to go to the Know Your Network event. Just kind of like, yo, where I'm at. Like I need to network to just align myself with the certain people I want to be around. And that's honestly something I've been like meditating on and just keeping my focus with people that I want to be around because honestly, I don't want to be around people that's not on the same way. Right, exactly. I don't got the time nor like, I, I I did it before as far as just keeping relationships around just for the sake of saying mm. I had this relationship, but it don't, it just stagnates you for what you're trying to do. So, but no, I just appreciate the building that we did do, and it just let me know, like, all right, there's other people that see the same things that I see. Right. Yeah. It's hope out here. Yeah. It's hope. Because you know, sometimes you be seeing shit online, you and you encounter I, folks. I be in despair sometimes. And you be like, it's people out here that still think this way? Mm-hmm. Like, niggas be far gone. Like, we was talking about the other week, we was talking about, like, somebody was telling us that, oh, you read books? Like, like you actually want to educate yourself? <laughs> you be like, yeah. Like, uh, you, you like feeding your body, right? Exactly. Feed your mind. You know what I'm saying? But it's crazy, y'all. Yeah. yeah. But that event, um, that event was dope. Did we brief that event? No, yeah. right? Like we briefed that event, like, but no, you remember oh, like the next week we did it as far as the, like, like a summary of like what happened. Did we do that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Last we week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I'm sorry I missed the uh the black vegetarian. Oh, uh, vegan, fest. yeah, fest. It was cool. It was cool. Yeah. How we, was that? We we um we pulled up kind of late, but it was cool. Yeah. It was just a good environment to like interact with other people on that same wavelength too. As yeah. far as just black health on mm-hmm. on whatever that looks like for you, mm-hmm. um, and just seeing black menaces. That's what I like. Yeah. Just being around that young black people, um, like entrepreneurial spirit, and all in good spirits. Like everybody was in good spirits. I was talking about what they do. Oh, I, I got. One lady, she had different infused waters. Mm-hmm. Um, another another girl uh, I uh, I met, she made like body butters and soaps, um, and a lip balm that I bought from her. Yeah, and then the food that, was great. That lip balm was pretty good. 
I've been using it. I've been <laughs> yeah, using the same hand. Um, the food was great, and it was just great energy just to see mm-hmm. black people like come together like that. Right. Yeah. They had an artist too. Oh yeah. Homeboy yeah. that drew Nipsey. Yeah, yeah. I was just think- on the way over here. I was thinking like, I should have bought that. The I should have bought it off him. He could have told me. I'm like, all right, fifty. I got you. You got the card. You got his card. I got his. Card. I got a picture. Uh, yeah. I got. No, nah, I think I do have a card. Yeah, I got a card. I got his Instagram. Because I got mad niggas cards. Huh? I got a picture. How did the painting look? I got a picture of it. I got a picture of it. It looked kind of like a Marion, but it's good. <laughs> nah, when I saw <laughs> it, I was like, this is a Marion. Loki did though. Now you said that. Loki did. Loki did. Because of the background and the beard, I was like, all right, all right, I guess it's Nipsey. Yeah. But, yeah. I just, I just, it, I recalled the picture that he drew it from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, it's been floating around. But no, it was dope. It was a bunch of artists. I met, um, like I formerly met this dude named Scott Bernard. He's, um, mm. he's a vegan, but he's also like, he does a lot of fitness stuff. Online, he teaches classes and he does a lot of stuff like as far as bar work and calisthenics. Mm. So I ran into him and he's like a big person that I follow because I want to like when I as I get back into working out I want to prioritize like calisthenics because that's a whole different I've been weightlifting since I was 16 okay like calisthenics that's a whole new world that I want to try to master basically what that is is lifting your own body weight right body weight yeah that's my favorite yeah 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 I've been working out pull ups is my shit (laughs) yeah I see the muscles I see the muscles coming a little bit you know what I'm saying yeah but nah um I've been I've been trying to refocus my mind on getting back into um eating more healthy. Like I don't really eat unhealthy, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna lie, I am someone that I like my bread. Uh-huh. I eat a lot of rice. You know what I'm saying? I don't really eat a lot of potatoes, but when I do have opportunity, mm-hmm. I add potatoes to my meal. Mm-hmm. It's just um I don't know, man. Like he, like he could tell you, like back in the day, we used to be like in high school, and then like we'd be on like Uvu and video chat and shit. If I wanted a snack, I'd get some cold hamburger buns out yeah, the man. fridge, nigga. It's weird as hell. Now I get it. Still got that no cool butter. on the bread. No, like, no butter, I no cheese, it. no like. <laughs> we all done, we all done been there, especially when you young, like, and we I, still I never young. Been there. I never been there. I, I remember. <laughs> I love me some bread. I mean, I don't eat a lot like that, but I love me some bread. I used to love peanut butter and jelly. I remember one time, I, all I had shit. was hamburger buns. The peanut butter and jelly was on the hamburger. <laughs> Like I had to get it. Done. Had that shit last month. But see, he just had regular cold. It was I've nothing on. I've done that before. Though. That's what I'm saying. See, you I can feel me. I, I don't. I've done it before. I don't, I don't know what these niggas is on. Sometimes Yo, I'm hungry. Everyone that's listening, y'all niggas know about the struggle the meals, struggle. son. Like I have a friend. You you know I Mac. got struggle meals, but mine son. is more Caribbean, like white rice and and butter. I get it. I get it. I've yeah. done that. I, yeah. Warmed up, warm up the rice, put that spoon of butter, let it melt in. That's it. Take I know like Hispanic food, they got like sausage, chop it up. White rice and ketchup. Or yeah. or, or fry up some egg, put put all of that with it. I can't even imagine ketchup. putting ketchup on rice. I had ketchup sandwiches when I was little. Ketchup sandwiches? Like just a brand ketchup? of ketchup? Yeah, just that's never been that in poor. Guyana. Yeah. <laughs> nah, my boy. Uh, sauce and bread. Yeah, my mom used to make syrup sandwiches. Never had that. Syrup saying sugar I heard water. About it. I heard about it. Yeah. She used to make sugar water. We had sugar water. Yeah. Or get the little lemon juice. Oh, that shit is different. That you green sh- bottle. Yeah, just and sugar just water and lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got lemonade. Yeah. Easy. My boy used to um my boy Matt, he used to um he used to make like shuckle pizzas. Like he used to put he used to have like a slice of bread with some ketchup on the bottom mm-hmm. and then put some cheese on that shit, put it in the microwave and call it a shuckle pizza. Yeah. Innovative, yeah. We gotta get creative, yeah, yeah, man. We creative people. 
we created people, so That's we, we going to make, like I used to, when I was staying with my grandmother one time, I remember my dinner was just oodles and noodles with sardines, and that shit was fire to me. <laughs> Nowadays, <laughs> I can't even smell it, but right. back in the day, I was like, yo, that shit is fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put a little Obey in there, now you got a little different kick. Right. <laughs> it's different. Nah. Oh, I used to put Obey on my popcorn, too. I learned that from my uncle. Obey, Obey. That's like the that's like a fish seasoning. Right? Yeah, it's like seafood seasoning. They okay. use like I used to put chicken seasoning in my uh, my cu- uh, my cup of noodles. Yeah, oh, looking back, I'm like that shit was already like 300 so milligrams. Exactly. <laughs> Plus the chicken seasoning sauce. Some Mrs. Yeah. Dash, some adobo. It's over. That adobe head though. I, I used to, like we used to. I put the saltines in the noodles. Oh yeah, the saltine crackers. crackers yeah, yeah, them shits is hard. In the noodles. Yeah. Noodles. With the yeah you yeah. You don't let them get too soggy, but never let them it. like give a little bit. Never soak up that. a little bit. I never had that before. Nigga, we used to grow up on um fucking um grilled cheeses. Yeah. And then if it was a good day, your grandma's put some bologna on that shit. Yeah. Grilled that sounds. That sounds good. Yeah. Fried bologna. Too. Fried bologna. Yeah, of course. Fried bologna. Back yeah. In the day. Yeah, man. It's funny you mentioned grilled cheese. First time I had a grilled cheese was like three years ago. Where? Yeah. Dang. Niggas grew up that shit. So I was always constipated as a kid. <laughs> and I always wondered why. Like, why would I that take cheese, a shit? Bro. Shit be like rocks, though. That cheese. Like, bro, that cheese. Yeah. That, that cheese. cheese it, yo, I, dirty. Yo, I was a kid that like, I used to go to the refrigerator at three in the morning, stick it. And eat it out the pack, like slices. Yeah, the slice cheese. like bite the middle, and make a donut. Nah, I used to, I used to take <laughs> some the, weirdo you know, shit. the lunch meat. I used to take the lunch meat and the cheese and just roll it together. Me too. And just oh, eat it like oh, that. Okay, no yeah. bread, son. Yeah. No bread. Don't let me have no salt. I'm <laughs> dipping it. What? I don't need no bread. <laughs> Yo, yeah. growing up, I remember just my grandmother and my mom's used to buy the lunch meat, like the honey, the honey turkey. Honey mm-hmm. Them shits used to not <laughs> last around me, bro. No. I'm not I even making a sandwich. No, I ain't got time I'm for that. I'm eating it out the pack, walking around the crib, yeah. boxes on, just. <laughs> no time for no sandwich. I you used to fry them shits up. Yeah, son. Good times, man. Good yeah. times. Yo, I ain't had turkey in man long. But the one thing I do miss is a nice, a nice, like, turkey and cheese sandwich? roll. Like, from the, from, hero, on, right? on, on, on the supermarket. I was thinking about it yesterday. A nice, like, honey turkey Mayo and cheese. I don't even like the lettuce and tomatoes. I, my shit plain. Just get a nice roll. But I ain't had that shit in man long. The only meat I've been eating, I ain't gonna lie, I've been feeling kind of guilty, is like baked chicken. I've been fucking with Chick-fil-A too much, bro. Oh, it's right around me. the corner from my job, son. Oh, you like, you like, I really gotta focus my mind. Like, I can't do this shit, bro. And it's cheap. It's like $8. Spicy God. chicken with the fries. Yeah. It's and cheaper than Chipotle. And, and I just found out Chipotle, the sofritas, got soy in it. Mm. That was my go-to because mm. I don't eat meat. I can't even eat that shit no more. So yeah. it's like my. I didn't even know that. Because I, I when I used I to googled it. When I used to eat like that, I used to eat. I I, I um, I cut out a lot of stuff, but uh, when I when I was like transitioning, I used to still eat. I cut out like fast food. I don't know how many years ago. Yeah, bro. I don't even but eat fast food. So it's like Chick Fil A is Chick Fil A and Chipotle. I still like considered there wasn't fast food. I was still eating. Right, mm-hmm. right. Especially because convenience, like. Yeah, and with Chipotle, you got choices. Or you yeah. do what they you all want. rated high, but yeah, it's still fast food. Yeah, it's still fast. Food. Still fast food. It's just fancy fast. Food. Right, it's exactly. bougie fast food. Exactly, exactly. Like my boy used to work at Chipotle. He said like the oil they be cooking with, like so they they reuse that shit. You know what I'm saying? They oh re- really? Yeah, they reuse it. He said the oil they cook with the brown rice, they put mad oil in that shit. Maybe I don't know if it's his store specifically, but he was a manager there. So he was like the oil they put mad oil in their brown rice. Most likely, that's what I used to get. Them. 
Brown rice, black beans, mm-hmm. sofritas. Nothing else. You know what I'm saying? But let's get into who you are, man. Who's Terry Mack? Terry Mack. I'm a I'm a I'm a student of life. That's why I like to say. Because mm-hmm. I, I I'm like starting that. to notice now, uh, like especially recently too, a lot of people, um, and this is not new, but I'm starting to notice like people come to me for insight. Mm. And then when I think back, I'm like, yo, why are you coming to me? I don't have my shit all together, but I'm just like a student. I like to learn. So then when I learn stuff, I like to share that information. So I'm a student of life. I make music. Um, I'm about health. I'm about prosperity. I'm about peace. I'm a lover. Um, but shit ain't sweet. Like I fight for love. <laughs> you feel me? So, um, That's a fact. so yeah, I'm about, I'm, I'm about just like self betterment. In Copy. general. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the, the, the short on me, who I am. So you said you went to music. So where, like, where you, where are you originally from? And like, how do you got into music? I'm from New Jersey. You know what I interview shit right now? Yeah. I'm from <laughs> New Jersey. I'm from Morristown, New Jersey. Um, no, that's North Jersey. North Jersey, South Jersey, two completely different worlds. I'm from North Jersey. I started making music, like seriously taking it seriously when I was about 16. Um, growing up, like my, my older brother and his like team, they had their thing, they was doing music. And I always wanted to make music with them, but my peoples didn't want me to be around them because they was into like like street stuff and other okay. stuff. So they're like, nah, nah, or you just too young, whatever, whatever they was into. Right. So my brother left Jersey. He moved to Philly. He left his mic in my mom's crib. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna start making music. I'm telling people. They laughing at me like, bro, you ain't never gonna make no music. Like mm-hmm. what? So I'm like, all right, cool. Cause I always loved music. I just never really devoted the energy to do it. So my right. first, I was 16. I was like a junior in high school. I my first mixtape was like 30 songs. I didn't know how to count bars. I didn't know how to write. Structured music. Right. I didn't know how like to a engineer. 16, I was just rapping. A, a chorus. Yeah, uh, I didn't yeah. know none of that. My my mixes was trash. <laughs> but I put the, the, the tape out and everybody was like, it got good reception. That's why I, oh, you really making music. And ever since then, I've just been making music. Virtually kind of just figuring stuff out on my own. Um, and I've been doing it ever since. I didn't been around the world. Um, had a lot of experiences, good or bad, however you want to take it. Right. All just learning experiences. So mm-hmm. I love music. Um, and it's just, it started as an outlet for me. Because honestly, growing up when I was a kid, I started writing poetry. Like I couldn't even see myself making music because I'm like really mad reserved. Right. Um, but then it transitioned into music when I got into high school, just being around other people, older people making music. Um, but yeah. I would say for the most part, I'm really just a poet. Sometimes I just got like mad rhythm with it. Right. Like a and first to be quite mixtape. honest, that's all music is. Exactly. Yeah. Poetry over beat. Yeah. <laughs> right. Over instrumental. With different cadence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Different flows. Is there a specific uh, genre of music that you make or you try not to confine yourself to that? Um. As far as rap. Well, I, I rap, I sing, I write all types. Of, I, I've you done sing like, too? Yeah, I sing. I've done a, a bunch of yeah, EDM voice. records. It's like a Chris Brown, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't really, because people be like, oh. Yeah, I make conscious rap. I make, I make trap music. You can't box me. I just make music. Like, right. I make, I, if I had to put a label <clears throat> on it, it's lifestyle music. Okay. Because one thing I, I realized when I was younger, right, and I used to write music, I used to be like, yo, I want to write a song and not say I in the song. Like, why I'm, like, I'm always talking about me. 
And sometimes I used to feel like that was like self-centered. Mm -hmm. But then I realized I just really be reflecting on my life and music and then people resonate with it. Like I really just talk about real life situations and that's right. how I've won with it. So I'm like, yo, this is just lifestyle music. I'm not, I'm just really talking about my life. Like everything I say, I could tell you a story about everything. Like I'm not just putting right. like, oh, I got kicks like Lou Kane. Yeah. I'm nice like, Right. I'm nice like somebody who's not, I got heat like heaters. I'm not just like using words. <laughs> yeah. I don't even. Right, right. That's why I don't, I don't crank music out so much because it got to come from life. Not to say there's anything wrong with people who just are good with words and just can put them together all day. That's just not like. But that's a right. plus that's for it to be genuine. Exactly. Yeah. And not to say that's not genuine, but it's just, that's not like where my art comes from. Like I can't just sit around like all day and just write like, yo, X, Y, blues, I can't do it. Right. But I could tell you, oh, I woke up today and my energy was feeling different and I got to think about what's going on in my life. I can give you music like that whenever it comes. Mm -hmm. So that's um, what I prioritize with the music. And it just, I think it, it resonates how I want my music to resonate. Right. Because it's all in the right timing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All like right. a lot of the, um, a lot of the music I'm planning to put out this year is music that I did two, three years ago um, that I s sat on for whatever reasons that was going on in my life, but it's still relevant. It's yeah. even more relevant now than, it, than when it, I wrote it. Yeah, That's like the, the funny part, how the universe works. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's just really, it, I would call it lifestyle music, lifestyle music. That's what? the first time I heard that, but. Yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah, nah. I vibe with it. That's the first time <laughs> I actually put, that I heard somebody like actually put it in that category. Um. What's the name of the project you got coming up? Um, so I, I haven't even said it, but it's gonna be. I mean, nah, I mean you don't gotta, you don't gotta. No, I say it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> oh, like, but this podcast like, exclusive, nigga. <laughs> yeah, it's called "I Mean Well Too." Mm. Are you still mm. down? Mm. So it's a continu continuation of the first "I Mean Well" project. Yeah, that project it was like I really put it out just to put some music out, but the concept, the music doesn't even add up to the concept. So the concept of I mean well is I'm in a place in my life where I'm more aware of myself and what's going on. So I am making the proper steps to like move in a different direction. And regardless of how a person may feel, I mean well, but with some shit, I just don't give a fuck right. or this is how it's got to go. So with part two is I mean well, are you still down? I've been away from like the music scene for a while. I've been away from certain circles I was in for a while. Right. And... It's basically saying, this is where I'm at. This is what I went through. This is where I'm at. Are you still down? Like, let me gauge where your actual, like, genuine love is. Mm -hmm. Or were you just down with the position I was in? Right. So that's where the music's coming from. So and I see why, not to cut you off, but I see why Three's Company wasn't too much of a fave. No, that song. So if you listen to the song. Because <laughs> it didn't correlate too much. Not with, at all. This yeah. In the song, I said I'm 23. I put that record out when I was 24. <clears throat> Four, twenty-five, mm -hmm. or I said I'm twenty-two, twenty-three. I put it out Can't when I was. Can't remember the age you mentioned, but I I was the verse. I did the verse like two, three years before the project even came out. Mm. Mm. Okay, so it's a totally different like narrative, totally different mindset, like, yeah. all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. but I, I don't to say I don't regret putting the project out because of the the lessons I learned as far as trying to put that type of project out. Like yeah. we did. That was the first project that like, I was producing music that I put out. Like I was literally playing those keys on my on my laptop. I had just moved to LA. I didn't have a job. Mm. I didn't have a car. I was sleeping on the floor mm. in a two bedroom, Damn. one bathroom apartment. It was four of us. 
And me and this dude I used to run, we were sleeping on the living room floor. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just glad, like, I got a new opportunity. Yeah. So um, I was with a, I had a label situation, um, and that was, that went bad. It didn't necessarily go bad for me because even before I was in that situation, I was always self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Like, I always wanted to be self-sufficient. So I really only got into that label situation to learn how to run a label. And I definitely learned how not to run a label <laughs> in that <laughs> situation. Right. Um. But that went bad, so I was kind of just a free agent on my own. I'm like, yo, like, I'm a workhorse, and I feel like I'm not putting nothing out. I'm stagnant, so let me at least put something out. So I had, like, all these old records, and the producer who I co-produced it with, I had just met him, like, a month before I moved to California. Mm-hmm. So we didn't even have a time to sit down and really build, like, firsthand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to take all these old vocals. I'm a, I've never produced like full length project before. I'm mm. gonna sit here and play all these instruments. I'm gonna send you the vocals and the instruments. You add some drums, make it knock, and we got a project. And that's what it was. Okay. Okay. So it's, um, I appreciate the, 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 the lesson, mm. but the music is like, it, I, sometimes I cringe. I was like, I can't listen to this. <laughs> I can't listen to this. I mean, I, I would assume that's, that's natural when you, you know what I'm saying, when you see yourself growing and you see your your old self or like exactly. the things you used to say or like your old flows, you know what I'm saying? Because once you see yourself elevated, mm-hmm. that's like how- It's even just in life when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, about to give- You look at stuff that you used to say, like one of my most embarrassing moments is when I go on Facebook and I see on this day in 2006, you yeah. said this. Yeah. yeah. You be like, boy, I'm like, come on, I bro. really, I really posted that. With confidence and yeah. tweeted it and I mean and posted it. Yeah, you thought that was you. Was, you thought you I was thought killing I was a him. shit. I'm like, I thought you yeah. was killing them. Remember some on my MySpace, I used to have photos of like selfies, like oh, beautiful face, sexy face, <laughs> pretty face, like just talking, just mad, like <laughs> just being like overly arrogant and like mad, overconfident, yeah. and just yeah. I'm just like I was like that, bro. Like and even I'd be the way you used to shit. spell. Right, like abbreviated words and shit. Yeah, no, I'm like, oh my god. Oh, don't even get me in, a, in how this he used to dress. Like, I remember one of my older cousins. He's like, yo, why you like? Remember when we was young, 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 and people were still wearing baggy clothes. Yeah. He was like, yo, why you never wear clothes that don't fit you? <laughs> I'm like, this do fit. He's like, no, bro, this does not fit. It's dragging. <laughs> you gotta lift your shirt up to oh, get you to took your it to pocket. a whole new level, right? I'm like, yo, this is just not. It's not. He wasn't right. wearing his his clothes. It was like baggy, but his. I was also wearing hand me downs too. Ah, uh, so it was like it wasn't mine. It wasn't even mine. But I'm a rocket. I'm gonna right. make it work with confidence, right? But he had a point. Ever since then, I was like, you know what? That's when I learned, like, I'm not following no wave with how people dress. Because right. we were still wearing tall tees. I'm like, nah, this, yeah. this is dead. Tees was down here, nigga. I, I remember having a hoodie. Remember the hoodies that when they kind of like zip, zip, your zip face? all the way to the front? Yeah. yeah. I had a couple. I, I, I never got one of those. Bro, I yeah, bought a couple neither. of those on, like, Dr. J's mm-hmm. downtown Brooklyn. Thought I was a shit. I brought it to school. I'm fucking, it was right here, bro. Remember uh, Omavi jeans? Oh, Mavi jeans with all the pockets. I'm pretty sure I that know what you're talking about. That might have been a jersey thing, but it was. I like, gotta see. I gotta see. I'm it pretty like, sure I know what you're talking about. Pockets on the knees, then the thigh. I think I, I think I had one of them shits. Man, I had a pants with mad pockets everywhere, bro. Yeah, 
I never had one of those. Y'all was rocking, rocking capris in New York? Nah. With the ties on that? Nah. On the nah. Yeah, never capris. I had, I had like What you mean the ties? With the with the strings that you the tie? The two strings that you tie. Nah, no, hell no. You had a pair of capris, bro. It's like the hell no. You had the cargo versions. Yeah, they had the but cargo versions. But it wasn't capris, though. But it wasn't capris. Nah, I'm just saying. Yeah, no. String, it, yeah, at the bottom, yeah. yeah, you tie it because like you could, like you could, you know, what I'm saying. But capris, like snug. it was all the way down. Yeah, by, it was like, cut here. right here. Nah, it's up to your ankle. I never had. I never. That's wild. I never had the Capri's. That's wild. I remember all the time I used to go to. Wait, matter of fact, I think I did have some Capri shorts. I told you, but they wasn't like. They look more like short. They came a little bit below my knee. They it's more like shorts. Yeah. The capri I'm thinking of you of is like they jeans, but they cut short. They mm. right above your ankle. I had those too. Nah. I had those too. Nah. I had, a, I had a nickname in, in high school because I used to like to coordinate with colors. Yeah. But then these older girls, they started calling me Skittles. So I was like, <laughs> Oh shit, that's not a good. Name. That's, back, not, that's not a good name. <laughs> it's back for him. But yeah, I had the capris. I did it all, bro. Don't even take us back to high school, bro. I used to wear. We used to be. Nigga, Air Postel, nigga. Air Postel, American Eagle. No, I never had Air Postel. I had like 50,000 shirts, Air Postel, <laughs> nigga. I walked, yo, I just walked in with my mom, and first time would be like 30 shirts for $10. <laughs> <That's a laughs> fact. Nigga, we getting 60 of these Johns. Like, fact. come out with the two bags. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, nigga. Yeah. nigga Can't I'm going to kill them on Monday, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fact. Oh, <sighs> Those were the days. But now nah, you said, um, said a couple of things like uh, you meditate. Yeah. From speaking to you, I know you plant based. Um, like what what has motivated you to like, you know what I'm saying, adapt those things into your life? Cause those aren't those aren't basic things. Like yeah. and I and those I hit you up earlier this a week. A lot of people yeah. gravitate to either. Right. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yo, it's it's more on like a I it's been like a a year, a year and a half. I've been kind of on this type of wave, but I still don't even know how to explain it. Cause it like it just came to me through right. like situations in life. Like right. I went through life or death situations to where if I didn't change my diet or yeah. I didn't like prioritize my personal peace and my health, it might have ended bad. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be here. Yeah. So I don't say like, yeah, I transitioned there, but I felt like I was brought to that. Mm-hmm. For like a, a reason, for a purpose. Cause I'm, I was, I was before I even thought about going plant based. I was cutting stuff out, but I never really entertained the thought of being plant based. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm cutting stuff out, and as it comes, as I learn, I'll make my decision. Then all of a sudden, I'm just sick. I'm like withering away, and then like, yo, in my mind, this is the smartest thing to do based on my research. Cause I'm now I'm doing research on my own. The doctors ain't telling me shit. I was going to ding, 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 ding. for 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 my as far as for my diet, this the situation was I was in LA, I started getting really sick and I started losing mad weight. So I'm going to the doctor and I'm having pains everywhere. I'm waking up with migraines every day. Yeah. Every day. I'm working full time, still doing music. I'm going to the doctor and they just giving me bullshit answers. Um, oh, you having headaches because you're developing allergies. Your chest hurts and you're having trouble breathing because of smog in the air and you overworking yourself in the gym. The I stopped going to the gym. Right. Because I'm in so much pain. Um I, I at one point I felt like I had a hole in my stomach and in my back, like all over. Mm. Oh, you got acid reflux. Bro, I feel like I got stabbed last night. I feel like I got a shank in my stomach right now. I got yeah. acid Damn. reflux. So I, I was going to doctors out there and 
no help. So I honestly, I quit my full-time job. One, just because it was, I don't like working for people full-time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was working part-time trying to manage everything while living in LA, um, but still trying to manage my health. So it was tough and I was still getting sicker. So I moved back to the East. I moved back to Jersey, going to doctors out there, getting the same thing. Oh, stop doing this. You got to stop eating that. Bro, I haven't ate none of this stuff. You're telling me not to eat in a year. Right. I haven't drank alcohol. I don't, I don't touch dairy. I don't eat all these acidic foods. I don't do this. But you keep telling, every time I come in here, you tell me not to do this. So now I'm feeling like you think I'm stupid. Mm. Yeah. So um, I had moved to New York for some time. Actually, no, before I moved from Jersey, I moved to Jamaica. Like, ran, like that's what I'm saying. All of this is just kind of, it's just random. Right, I moved right, to Jamaica. right. I'm not Jamaican. Moved to Jamaica. <laughs> like, I was out there by myself with, like, people I barely knew. That's one hell of a step. But I took it, it was like a, a spiritual journey. Because mm-hmm. I had time to sit down, decompress from social media, from music, the music industry, from certain relationships I had. And I really just sat in nature and just was having conversations with myself. Um, and, and that kind of helped me. Because I, I got to the point where I thought I was going to die. I was just like, yo... If I'm gonna die, like let's not let this shit linger. Let's, cause I'm in pain. Like I, I don't want to go through this no more. Right. So I started. Um, at the time, I was still kind of not really into religion, but I was around religious people. So I was reading the Bible and I was getting like my spirit right. Came back to the states, still having the same issues, going back and forth from Jersey to New York to doctors and hospitals. I was in a ho- I was in hospital a couple different nights because I was just in like really bad shape. I remember the last time, I haven't been to the doctor since. The last time I went to the doctor was sometime in 2018, maybe around September, October. I went in there. This is after months of blood tests and stool tests, MRIs, like CT scans. I was having, I was having issues with my uh, right larynx. I had partial larynx paralysis. My voice was going out. I was losing feeling in my legs. I yeah. barely could walk. So this is after months of all of that, I went to the doctor and they said, all right, now we're going to check you for HIV. I said, yo, after, I've been doing blood tests for, after the, all this time. for the last six right. months. Right. Now you, I should have been detected that shit or told me that I, I was negative. took a portion yeah. of my blood and was like, yo, let me check this shit. Maybe, so you know from that, I'm like, all right, either y'all don't know what y'all doing. They don't know what the fuck they doing. Or... You just sending me on a bullshit ass runaround. And then right. when my spirit starts to feel disrespected, I'm like, all right, cool. So I don't even know what it was. I just stopped going. So I was um I just started doing more research. And and I was already like kind of plant based then. Mm. Cause when I was in LA, the last piece of meat, I had some turkey. I think I told you I had some turkey chili. Yeah. I woke up the next day. Up. I had a crazy fever. I was throwing up, shitting all day. I couldn't even go to work. And I didn't touch a piece of meat after that. Because that, that, the next month after that, I couldn't eat. It was just water and applesauce. That's all I can get down. Um, and I was I was going through a lot of different pains. So fast forward to the last time I went to the doctor, I said, you know what? I got to take it upon myself to really do my research and learn. Because I feel like if I keep going to these doctors, I'm going to end up like, I'm not going to be here. Yeah. Right. And I was, and I was telling when I, I remember when I moved back home to Jersey, I was, I remember I had a conversation with my mother and my grandmother. So I said, yo, I feel like I'm about to die. And she didn't know what to say. I said, I honestly feel like I'm about to die. 
So after doing research, yeah, um, I learned about the difference between people believing diseases running your family when it's not really the case. It could be right. genetic weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So I learned about certain genetic right. weaknesses I have. I learned about the body. I learned about food. Um, and knowledge just started coming to me. Like people come to me, ask questions, and I have an answer. I'm like, yo, I, this is just from something I probably read the last nine months, but I don't even like remember picking it up. It's just so natural because I was kind of in fight or flight. I was in, like survival mode, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly what it was. Yeah, I um, I think in total, when I when I moved to LA, I was probably around like 180 pounds. When I moved back, um, I was I got down to like maybe 150. And then when I was in New York, the lightest I got, I remember I stepped on a scale, I said like 123 pounds. And I was like, when I was yeah. really bad, and all I was doing was I would wake up, probably drink some water and sit in the bed all day because I could barely walk around the house. Um, and I was just like, yo, either I can let this situation really beat me up, which it did at times. I was I had to go through depression. I had to go through the bitterness of like having people around me who I thought would be there for me in like a certain like dire situation. Mm-hmm. No communication. Okay. I had to deal with all of that. Um, but it kind of molded me to the individual I am now. I tell people like, yeah, that old me is that nigga is dead. Like don't even, I'm not even on the same type of time. Some people from my past don't even know how to talk to me. Right. Cause I don't even, my yeah. mind's not on the same <clears throat> thing. I don't, I'm focused on completely different things. Right. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I say all that to say I don't regret none of it, and I'm and I'm still healing. I'm still learning because I'm still dealing with certain things that I deal with. But I don't regret none of it because it sparked like in my spirit a new new type of strength and right, a new yeah. direction, a new direction. So now it's just on me as far as accountability. If I want to go back to certain old ways, I already know the consequences. But if I do, I can only be mad at myself. Exactly. Knowing what I know about my health and about my body, um, and about like what I need to focus on. One thousand percent. Can you, by any chance, like pinpoint, like when, well, what may have caused like this gradual deterioration with your body, and around when? I um, <clears throat> I remember it was a it was a it might have been the summer of twenty seventeen. Um, I remember I had I was at work. I took a lunch. Mine was L.A., so it was hot. I remember I had a, a tuna salad sandwich. After I ate that sandwich, bro, mm. that was it. I felt like I got jumped by 100 niggas. Damn. Damn. For real. I felt like I got stabbed like eight times in my stomach, eight times in my back. So the I, fuck I, you bought that tuna, nigga? I don't even remember. It wasn't even, I don't even think it was that bad, but I think my body, so here's the thing. Your body could be deteriorating for so many years, but you might not know. And something may have caused it to, to just get to that. Something point. just was like a catalyst. Exactly. In a sense. Yeah. So mix that with it. It was a lot of stress going on. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to maintain like my life and just transitioning with my life into like my next chapter of manhood mm-hmm. and relationships with people and maintain with music. So it was a lot of stress. Um me being in a new environment, I was only out, out in LA for two years. It's still pretty new. Yeah. So it was a lot of stress. Um, so stress, you can stress yourself into a disease. Yeah, 100%. Stress is the number one killer one, in the United 100%. States. 100%. <laughs> I forgot who I was telling that <laughs> to. stress. Sorry to cut you. I was telling somebody, I was telling, I think I was telling my stepmom, I was telling somebody, I was like, when you stress out, 
it puts body it puts your body under stress mm-hmm. which means like it weakens your immune system it weakens your spirit that, weakens yeah. your energy and that leaves your body prone to you know catching things more easily exactly. or falling victim or deteriorating a lot of folks don't understand that thing that you just get sick because you got a disease or you just got sick because you ate something bad but your body is a system. Exactly. Yeah. One of them little nails fall loose and that shit start falling apart. Now it can't it can't defend itself as well as it should be. You know, because you stressing out mentally, yeah. physically. Stressing and make your blood toxic. And then your blood you got blood throughout mm-hmm. your body. Your mm-hmm. body's majority f- fluids. Mm-hmm. Right. So if your blood's toxic, your fluids is toxic and they touch organs your organs. Toxic. Right. It's yeah, in everything. So this go. Think mm-hmm. about a car. This go, then this yeah, gonna go. Exactly. Right. Then that's gonna go. Next thing you know, your car is not moving. It's not. It's not doing. It's not turning on. Right. So essentially, we we are like, in a physical sense, we are like biochemical machines. Mm-hmm. So that's how you look at it. And that's as I've been learning about health. That's how I've been. I've been looking at it. Like, all right, how does my body feel today? Mm-hmm. And why might it feel like this? What is what? Are, as far as how your stomach. It's connected to your mind. What am I thinking about my, that might be affecting my digestion? What is my my environment like when I'm eating? Mm-hmm. Right. Because all I, that shit play a part. Am I relaxed? Right. Or am I, all right, we think about the society we live in. We work these days and we don't, we rarely get a time to sit down with ourselves. Yeah. So you eat on the run. Get a peace of mind. Yeah. Right. You eat on the run. You got to, all right, you, you get off of work. You trying to get, grab some food, but you got to pick your kids up. Mm-hmm. Then you got to commute in this traffic. You get home, or you got your kid, kids doing their homework, you got to get them situated for the night. You might get an hour, 30 minutes to eat. But then you got to work, so you got that turnaround for the next morning. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is the system that we in. So it's- um, Strategically t- placed in. It's by design. Sure. It's yeah. by design. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing, as far as, one of the biggest things as far as my takeaway from everything is um, also mental health too. Because one, I feel like that's not talked about enough, especially with black males. For mm-hmm. sure. It's not. And we we are, not everybody, but for the most part, we are kind of conditioned and taught to, all right, all right, boys don't cry. We deal, like, we just stick your chest out and deal with it. Now, you're yeah. right. That's a global thing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for black men. You show your emotions. Mm-hmm. You're weak. You're weak. You're mm-hmm. soft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just re- unlearning that and then relearning, like, one, if you if you let stuff sit inside of you and fester, toxic, toxic, yeah, yeah. and then one day it's gone. You either gonna blow up or your body's gonna respond a certain way, mm-hmm. and that's right. that's part of what was happening with me because I, I I've dealt with like my bouts with depression for years, um, and I was still f- trying to find different outlets, and then the outlets I found they weren't working as as um as efficiently. Because at the end of the day, you can find external things in your life to displace your energy, but it's got to start with you. Mm-hmm. That's just suppressing it. It's just suppressing Those exter- external it. Right, so you factors, mad. Yeah. Homies is mad on the block. What we do? We going to cop a bottle. Mm-hmm. We going to roll some weed. All right. right. I don't feel that that I don't feel that depressed energy right now for the next few hours, but I'm going to wake up mm-hmm. and damn, I might be depressed because I spent all my money in the club. Right. Yep. Exactly. So you know, compacted on top exactly but if you had time to, all right let me let me sit down and really reflect with myself and reflect on these emotions and not try to just throw them away let me go through them mm-hmm. why i feel this way what can i learn from this situation go to, the root. go to the root go to the source um and that's in my period when i was away from the states and when i came back that's what i started to do and i i continue to do with the meditation to bring it back to that right 
I meditate too, because sometimes I'm always in my head. I'm really analytical, so I'm always thinking and trying to control everything. Same. So sometimes I'm like, yo, you got to sit down and just breathe and listen. Listen to your own intuition. Like, stop trying to logic everything out because you can't control everything all the time. <laughs> yeah. So I sit down. That's me. I I get my breathing right because breathing is is important too. A lot of the times, breathing in water are two of the most important things. You might be having a headache or being in a mood because your brain is not getting enough oxygen. Because yeah. you're not breathing right and you don't have water to carry these different minerals and nutrients throughout your body. Right. And it's like, right. you la- like we can laugh yeah, and it yeah. seems so simple. Yeah, but it's sad, stuff sim- we yeah don't it seems even simple, yeah, about. but that's some deep shit. Yeah. It's still stuff that like I'm still reminding myself. Um, so like to bring it full circle, I just feel like everything I went through was for for purpose. It was a dark, like it was some dark it sound times, dark, bro. It, sound it was dark, some dark. We times. glad you made it out, my nigga. Yeah, I'm, I'm very. And you had the, and I say this all the time, and I was saying this to other people, and we and we we always say to people too, is like folks be going through shit, and they they damn near know what to do. Like folks that I, mean, I ain't gonna no names, mm-hmm. but I have people in my family or people that I know that are going through real life health problems, mm-hmm. and and and. They'll have somebody like me, or they'll they'll know information, but they just will refuse to, you know what I'm saying, alter their lifestyle yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Like how you knew that the plant-based diet is the best option for you. Yeah. And it was, you know what yeah. I'm saying, because you're still here. Yeah. Some folks know that, but they like, how the fuck am I going to give up all this food that I love to eat? But nigga, nigga you ain't going to be here to enjoy that food mm-hmm. if you don't fix what you got to fix, or if you don't. You're going to be living in agony because you're going to be, your body ain't going to be 100%. It's going to yeah. be 80%. Yeah. You're going to be living off 50% just because you want to enjoy some fried chicken on Fridays. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One thing One thing with that is just, because I think about that with family and stuff, and I'm still, I'm still learning the dynamics with relationships, especially with people like I got a lot of love for. I want to see them. Um, but... It's just some some I I picked up from just people that I like I, I study from. It's like you gotta let the world be the world. Like mm-hmm. people make their own decisions. But at the end of the day, I always tell myself I want to take accountability for whether it's a blessing or a lesson in my life. I want like I want my my credit whether I go down or I go up. Um, and at the end of the day, you gotta look yourself in the mirror. So if you're being honest with yourself and you're like, yo, if I know this will help me, but I haven't taken the proper steps to go this route. Who can I be mad at? Right. That person in the mirror. That's it. Yeah. That you can't be like, oh well, you should have been. Nah. Cause it's right in front of you. It's right in front of you. So, but you gotta let the world be the world. Cause it's not it's not an easy route. It's not, no, it's, it's not, not to take nah, everything it's not. Not at all. in your own hands. It's definitely not an easy route. And I truly believe, well, I I, I truly know that when certain predicaments like that arise in somebody's life is because you are abusing a certain aspect of your life a yeah. little too much and it's the universe's way of humbling you yeah because you know everything is energy so right. and this is why me like you say like you see how you was like you don't know where certain things came from whatever a couple of years ago i came up with this term and I told my brother, I refer to it as divine intuition. Yeah. So it's like you just sitting there and something is like, you know, go do such and such. And when you do such and such, like three other positives come out of it. 
And it's like, damn, I could have just been sitting in my room or sitting at home and I never would have met y'all. I never would have did this. I never would have, you know, gotten this opportunity. So it's like, that's what prompted me. Like I told y'all before, that's what prompted me to live that year of just abiding by whatever popped into my head first. Mm -hmm. And I recently I plan on, you know, I mean, it's not like I deviated too much, but it's like I know sometimes something will pop up and I'll be like, All right, I'm going to do it. But then ultimately I forget. Mm, so it's like I need to revert back to this. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's clearly something positive. It's clearly, you know, it, this wasn't even a trial and error. This is trial and like success. You see what I'm saying? So why should I deviate from this path of success? You know what I'm saying? Right. But this is what prompted me. That is what prompted me to, like, throughout my life, I would just test myself to 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 grow myself. Yeah. So I would like abstain from sex. I would abstain from masturbation. I would abstain from watching too much television. Right. I would abstain from you know drinking alcohol. I would abstain from just smoking. to see if you were able to do it. Not even see. Fine. I would just plan it. I'll be like, yo, you smoking a little too much. Stop. And I would have weed in the house. Yeah. I would have, well, you know, weed <laughs> in my vicinity. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want people you. to be like, oh, this right. nigga got weed all up in his in yeah. the house or whatever. No, nah, maybe it's But I would have like weed right there. And I'm like, yo, I'm good. Like, yeah. This self control, self discipline. Exactly. And the main thing is like, it is self control. But what a lot of people fail to realize is, you can be a slave to any single thing. Exactly. You could be a slave to people or you could be a slave to substances. You could be a slave yeah. to your belly. Yeah. You could be a slave to to thought processes. That too. Yeah. I know like I know certain people and there's certain people right now in my life that I have I have a level of love for, but I have to I had to let them know, like, yo, this dynamic, mm -hmm. you kinda have to step back because I'm noticing you are a slave to a certain way of thinking. Yeah. And you're not verbatim i've told him you're not doing the work to get out of it mm -hmm. this is so much of a comfort zone that you kind of want to stay there yeah and i can help you help yourself but i can't do the work for you you're a slave to putting yourself down mm -hmm. you're a slave to looking at the the glasses half half empty, empty. right yeah. being right yeah you're pessimistic a, you're mindset. a slave to yeah. uh to talking about yourself in a certain light as far as saying, oh, I can't do this. I'll never do this. So this always happens to me. Mm -hmm. And then that's disregarding the power of words. Because 1, words are, are extremely powerful. Mm -hmm. Extremely powerful. So that, yeah, like you're right. You could be a slave to anything. And I can agree. I would say for myself, I was kind of always that way. To if I saw something, I always wanted to be able to better myself. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to uh, be a person that was just like not honest and genuine with myself. Yeah. So if I'm bugging. I want to be able to be the first person to tell myself like, yo, you're doing a little too much. Mm -hmm. So with alcohol, yeah, weed, everything. I've, I've, I've sat down and like, yo, let me, let's not do this mm -hmm. for the year. No matter what anybody says, I don't care. Like, you're not me. You can't put a blunt to my mouth. Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. Can't. Yeah. Right. So why, like, yeah, why do I Yeah, close family, like, yo, you not, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, Come nah, on, good. just, just bro, one drink. No, bro, I'm I do good. that shit. I'm good. All the time, bro. Because I don't drink or smoke. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been... <laughs> I've vaped a couple times as of late, but mm -hmm. for the most part, I don't smoke. And when when I did vape, it was in the comfort of my room. Mm -hmm. I'd rather not vape in public just because yeah. my personal preference. But as far as drinking, not my thing. But like whenever I tell people that I don't drink or smoke, they like, what? What? Like, what do you crazy. do for fun? You, you're boring. 
you have fun like what do you like what you be doing you out i'm like that's very telling that yeah. you think that i need that to have fun when i'm more turned than you when we go out yeah. exactly you the one in the corner you exactly. you rely i gotta babysit your ass to have that's confidence it. that's it that look of courage I've exactly people say damn i can't go out unless i drink but let's unpack that though what does that really mean <laughs> <That's> <laughs> What does that mean? I'm glad I had that conversation. Like, bro, you really need yeah. to buy this bottle? Like, we can't just have a good time? Like, is our energy not enough for you? Exactly. Yeah. Like, are you... Or is your energy not enough for you? This shit too low. What's you that mean? And, then, and this is a... It's a false upper. It exactly. is. Exactly, it is. Yeah, because it's it's temporary. Like, whatever you're doing to drink or abuse a substance... Maybe you're going through depression. Maybe you're going through, you know, certain traumas, PTSD. Maybe you're going, whatever. Maybe you just want to. Anxiety it, too. Yeah. Anxiety. All these things. Understand that that's not a solution. Yeah. You coding over yeah. your problems, but. The problem is still going to be there tomorrow. It's going to disappear at one point. Yeah. And that's why you're urging to get high again because mm-hmm. you know that when I get sober, my. So- I got to deal with this reality again. You know what I'm saying? And I was just. I was just gonna uh, mention that whole um, like with the in terms of smoking or whatever. Like I know a couple people. Like as soon as they wake up, they gotta smoke. I, I'm like, majority I just of the time told I my s- mom what wake and bake means. Majority, this she didn't know. I, I just told this mom wake she and bake. Know what means. She didn't know what it means. <laughs> like I can't do that. Like yo, when I'm out, I need to be alert. Alert. I need to be vigilant. Like no, I thank can't. You. I can't be <laughs> slouchy. I can't. I mean, even though like you always tell me like I hold myself, you know, well or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm well composed. Composed. But at the same time, the 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 sharpness of my mind is not there. It's not there. Right. And I know that for a fact because I could feel it. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like then you this is to overcompensate. Exactly. Now and then, when you try to over overcompensate, people gonna be like, "Yo, you good? Like you keep looking around a little yeah. too much, right?" Because you know, if you regular, you could just you you know you just use your eyes or whatever. You catch well, right. you you know you gotta. That's how niggas get caught slipping. Yeah. So this is why I always say like, I burn when I'm at home at night just before I go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Cooling. I'm good. Yeah. Majority of the day, I'm good. I love Abdallah. Right, yeah. I'm, I'm my own biggest fan. Yeah. Facts. Like, that's really the root, though, because it's a lot of, it all stems from, like, self-love and mm-hmm. your and your your view of yourself. Yeah. So, for instance, oh, yeah, dudes be out, oh, I got to have a drink before I can even approach these women. But mm-hmm. what that mean? Like, do you not have confidence enough in your, your right. what you, your genuine person, yeah. your personality? Personality, your vernacular, that, like, that, yeah. That conversation? Why does this this drink that is gonna suppress and numb certain things in your body? Like, why is you? Why do you need that? Right. You don't. Why do you believe you need that? Because yeah. you don't need it. Yeah, you don't need it. And I, I used to, I used to deal with a lot of like depression and anxiety and and um, views like my perception of myself. I used to drink just to like feel regular in circles of people. People didn't know I was drunk. Mm. But I used to do that just to be able to maintain because I just I didn't know anxiety. To, I didn't mm-hmm. know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I started, people started telling me, "Yo, how come I've never seen you drunk?" I'm like, "Yo, I was drunk the last time you saw me. Like, what do you mean?" <laughs> right. <laughs> but after getting like situations like that, I'm realizing like, "Yo, I'm not doing this for the right reasons." Yeah. So just being able to be reflective enough with myself, I'm like, "Yo, that means I need to cut it out." Right. Because I don't ever want to just be doing something as a crutch. Yeah, and you got to unpack that. 
like like why like why do i have to drink to get to this level of 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 being normal mm-hmm. and being you know what i'm saying Confident. just being just being present like why when i'm around these people i'm like maybe have anxiety mm-hmm. or i'm like you know what i'm saying a lot of folks don't unpack that shit yeah yeah and the next thing too if you if, if you're using it to you know be more comfortable with women or around women a lot one of the things that you got to maintain is that comfortability because when exactly. you sober up exactly and she's around the real you, you still and you, you can't hold a conversation exactly you don't know how to you know start up a conversation right. she's like what's wrong with you like, yeah you wasn't like this the other day you wasn't like this at i was high the other day <laughs> you were like right and she showed you at the crib and you you now you feel the need to pop the bottle and yeah, then right. you might close your door right there like what type of party is right. this i just came over to talk bro exactly right but exactly. you had in order like i've seen situations like that or i've had like some of my female friends said like yeah i went over there and he was like, oh, do you want to go to the liquor store and get something to drink? And it's like three and a half to It ain't that type of party, yeah. though. We just here to chill. Can we just interface yeah. as just people? Like, I want right. to get to know you. If we can go out for a drink maybe another time, yeah, yeah. that's not like why. That don't need to be the foundation. And that's very telling. Yeah. Because we, we had this conversation countless times where like, like I grew up around a lot of niggas that like in high school, like I lost my virginity at 17. Some folks would say late bloomer. Some folks would say early, right? I think my shit was right on time, mm-hmm. right? But like I remember going through high school, even my late years in junior high school, girls and boys was like, "Yo, you ain't got no pussy this summer." Like you ain't, like yeah. you fourteen, you ain't got no pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking back, I'm like, I was thirteen hearing this yeah. shit. Like I was twelve hearing this you shit. You ain't got no pussy. Into the teens, right? Like, that's I'm like, like the first teen. I, like I just mm-hmm. started seeing like sperm come out my shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and niggas like, yo, like, yo, I fucked the girl in the bathroom. I'm like, bro, you're like 12 years old. But when you're younger, everybody seems old to you because you're the same age. Yeah. But looking back, I'm like, we was dead ass adolescents, like preteens. Mm-hmm. Niggas just fucking in the bathroom in junior high school. So looking back at it now, even my cousin, I spoke to guys like that. They feel prideful when they like, when they fuck uh, um, like women and stuff like that. But the way they doing it, looking back, I'm like, you was doing it when Shorty was halfway drunk or like Bruh. she was high and like you had to spend money. She had to get an area now, to now being an adult and like really realizing that like I don't need those substances or I don't need those little tactics. Like, yeah. I right, I'ma take her, I'ma spend this amount of money on her that she gonna feel come you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm gonna get her drunk type shit. It's like I'm trying to unpack like it was something about you that you felt like you had to do that. Insecurity. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You yeah. you was making me feel bad for not getting pussy, but now that I am getting pussy, I'm getting it in a genuine, yeah. naturally way. You know what I'm saying? You ever seen there's a meme on Instagram, it's like a lot of niggas is getting like take it here pussy, like not right, even, right, right, right. Like, like hit here, yeah, nigga, yeah, damn. Like, like oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. That shit don't feel good. I'm they pretty don't. sure it don't feel good, yeah. bro. When a girl just like all right, here, nigga, damn, bro. Like, you, you fiending for it here. I used to have niggas in my ear. Because me, I'm, I'm like a no means no, and I'm cool. Like, we can yeah. chill. Like, all right. Yeah. You know, like, I'm Same not way. pressing. You want to play some Call of Duty? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I had niggas in my ear like, yo, you sure, like, you asked enough times or you tried hard enough? I'm like, bro, like, why am I supposed to like, you sure? Like, come on. Don't hit her one of those. Don't hit her with a come on. Like, yeah, what? Gonna yeah. I'm going to feel silly. Yeah. Come on. What? Yeah. You feel comfortable You ain't going to fuck me? Like you really came over here and for I, nothing. You fucked Jamal. Look, 
Oh, see? that's another. Let's not even that's get another that. can of yeah. worms. Because I came across. Yeah, I've never had that experience, but oh, I've definitely, I've definitely, is real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That dirty mac. Are you really gonna fuck with this nigga? Like, like. What's funny is when you like, if it's a, a chick that's like solid, and then she come back and be like, "Yeah, he he brought up your name." It's like, yo. We like, both had that experience. You didn't have yeah. to do that. He didn't have to do that. But right. And then she's like, yeah, he was a clown. He was like, yo. And they <laughs> always come out looking like a clown. Yeah. You think this girl going to be impressed with you? You By down you. in my name yeah. to get in her pants. Always. That means that you not staying on your, I'm saying, on your fucking stature and, and, and you can't get her on your own merit. Exactly. You putting down me to make you look good. You think she and, don't know that? And men, like, niggas need to, not even men, niggas need to realize that women are not this, like, very dumbed down species of human beings. They're very aware. You could just say whatever, and she's like, okay, yeah. Like, they're applying their own critical thinking to it. Their mind is ticking, too. Why you come talking Bro. about another nigga? She like, all right, he talk about this nigga. If, if I let him hit the pussy... He gonna go spreading this shit to how much whoever. You see what I'm patty. Mm-hmm. So it's like women are very aware. Or bro. even on the level of all right, he talking about this nigga, but I see him hanging around with this nigga. Exactly. So what does That's that say? Thing so too. what type of dude are you? Like no loyalty. Right. Women are very aware, bro. Like mm-hmm. some of these niggas, they might they, they might get over on young chicks. <laughs> like I just ran to an associate. I won't even call him a friend. I ran to an associate. Um. Me and the homie was out. We went to this party afterwards. We went to um some bar. And I ran to this guy that I don't really associate, but you know, I was with the homie, so he was going to check with him. So mm-hmm. I uh, I tied along. And he was on um we speaking about girls. Oh, we went out to the on the party and I was like, nah, it was a cool vibe. It was cool. It was like, um, we was chilling, you know. It was women there, but you know, we were we were just chilling. Mm-hmm. Shit. He was like, Yo, you um y'all left without getting no numbers? I was like, yeah, like I don't care about that shit. I can't have a good time. Yeah. Like we just said, chilling. If I got a number, I got a number. If I didn't, I didn't. Mm. It's okay. Like, yeah, life is not life about, is not about, about <laughs> right. So he was like, nah, bro. If I paid that money, it was ten dollars. If I paid my money, I would have made sure I was leaving with a couple of of some. I'm like, all right, that's great. That's I, walk, I walked away. Behind me, he's like, he says some shit, and then I think I asked him like, um. He asked me, like, what's the lowest age I'll go for girls? I said, to be honest, bro, I'm 26. Lowest I'll go to even even mess around with is probably 21, 22. Yeah. He was like, low, he's he, he's 25. <laughs> he said, lowest is 17. No, that's see. the legal age. Yeah. That's but not still, the lowest. That's the legal age. I said, be 41, yo, I, yo, I literally said, yeah. that's the legal age. He was like, yeah. I said, bro, you don't feel like that's a little weird that you tackling children? A little yeah. R. Kelly. Yeah, that's like... different, bro. That, yeah. That's very telling, though. Telling. That's a high school senior. That's very yeah. telling that, like, maybe you're someone that you don't like tackling challenges. Exactly. You don't like stimulating your mind because it's no challenge to manipulate a child. Mm-hmm. It's no it's no challenge Not at, at all. all. Yeah. I think we, we all probably know I don't... Maybe not a number. We all know a few individuals that's like that. And yeah. Like, 100%. Like, and weird. I look at them weird, like yeah. weird. You're a grown yeah. man, bro. At some point, you gotta start. Tell you said, you won't do these things because you like challenging yourself and seeing you got the discipline to see. All right, I'm not gonna smoke. I'm not gonna drink. I'm not gonna have sex mm-hmm. today. I'm not gonna have sex for a whole year because mm-hmm. I want to see mm-hmm. if my brain, my capacity, can reach that height. Some guys, some people in general, they don't. Like you said. 
they like being complacent mm-hmm. in their comfort zone. Yeah. I'm comfortable fucking with Tension Your Girl because I ain't got to say much. Nope. You flash a little shit, go to the movies, some calm shit. Movies, McDonald's. She it's impressed. Like, <laughs> it's like you on varsity, but you like, yeah, coach, like, just let me play with JV. Like, exactly. Yeah. Perfect analogy. Easier, easier points. Easier. Right. And it's like, you get no, you get no badge or honor for that. It, I don't, and I try not to to dive into people's like intent or other people's psyche because I just don't know and I don't care and right. other people just be in whole different worlds and that's your world. But sometimes I sit back and I'm like, yo, how you feel? How you like? How you feel like the man? Like, right. how do you feel like the man? Because if you if you put it write it out on paper, right, this looks like a bunch of fuck shit, bro. right? Exactly. But then you gotta you 100%. gotta think about people don't be honest with they say, right. It's just, oh yeah, shorty shop. I got this little shop. Shorty, you know what I mean? I got right. it through. Like, my game is crazy. Right. Bro, she a child, bro. Right. She happy that you took her out to eat. Right. Oh, better yet. Better yet. Even if she's not a child, she's a woman that maybe she scorned. Yeah. Maybe she's oh, yeah, at a very little point in her life. You caught her. You knew you couldn't fuck with her last year when she was when she was striving and shit. Mm, yeah. Now you see her on her last leg. She low. All right, this is my chance to get at her because now, now her self esteem is low. Mm-hmm. She insecure. It's those type of niggas, and it's and that's yeah. really a you know reflection that their self esteem is low. That's really that's what all it is. Mean. That's really what it is. Because with with like the 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 older men that I was around that I like had a level of respect for, just having them in my ear, I always respected. Like, yo, um, I met this chick, and I knew like it wasn't gonna be just easy, but I like that. It made them want to be in that situation. Right. So that's like the type of women I like. I like women like. Don't just give it to me. Hell no. Because then I'm. Uh, Everybody got it then. Nice to meet you. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, all right, what are you like? I'm into what are you doing? And you got so much going on and like you, your table is set. Yeah. I got to come with some shit to sit at this table. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like, all right, cool. Then I I'm fucking with you. Right. Because then, all right, it's, it's reflecting back on me. How do I see myself as a man? Where am I positioning myself? As a man, as far as the people I want around me, mm-hmm. right? Because if I'm gonna have a, if I'm slacking, somebody like that or that nature, they're like, you're not sitting next to me, right? Exactly. Or if not we, qualified, if we do connect and I end up slacking, it's like, oh, you you holding this shit back, so you got to get on your shit, right? Versus somebody who's gonna settle for me just doing whatever, the bullshit that don't help me in the long run. Exactly. That don't help me if you gonna if. Cause it's all about accountability. So I'm a person that wants to be accountable with myself, but having a partner that can help you be accountable with yourself is is better. But if you gonna have somebody that's just taking the crumbs you feed them, how you gonna grow? Exactly. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. Um, one thing I want to get into because I feel like we touched on a lot of a lot of shit for like our community mm-hmm. and like um, just you know us being men and stuff like that. Um. I know y'all been peeping the movement that's been happening across the country, like the LA gangs uniting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we touched yeah. on it briefly last yeah. episode, I believe. But then we just saw something. I'm um, in the Bronx yeah. where they tied Salute. the flags together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, touch on that a little was that bit. The, LA, uh, the King um, stopped killing kings march. Yeah, kings. Same day it was the um, Veg Fest. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to. I was gonna hit you to see, like, yo, would you be interested in going to a march? Yeah. Cause I know certain people like, you know, um, they like, oh, what's the point of marching, whatever. But 
I, to be quite honest, I was sort of in that bracket at one point. I, but it's like, like we marching too much. Like where's the action? Yeah, yeah. But these type of marches are. But this can, yeah. signifies totally something yeah, totally different. different. Mm-hmm. I would have attended that one. I'm 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 in the 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 the, the vein of like we're marching like. I got it. Like, where's the purpose of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times it's, it's, I feel like it's just kind of just to appease yourself. Yeah. Especially if you marching for a cause and the and say we marching for something and the people who you're trying to speak to don't give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. So you le- yelling outside, I'm gonna turn my TV up. I don't yeah. care what you're yelling at. Yeah. But to bring it back to that, that I would have attended that march if I if I had it planned out better. Mm-hmm. Um, I would attend that march because I just think it was different. It wasn't. I, I say it was like a, a gathering of just individuals to, I guess, fill each other out as far as we all dealing with this and this is where we all want to go. We all on the same page. So let's see it like firsthand. Exactly. Like we all are on the same page. And like you said, it's going around the whole country. Right. That's why I feel like this is a blessing with the whole Nipsey situation Mm -hmm. because people are starting to wake up. It's definitely an upside, yeah. Mm -hmm. People are starting to wake up like, yo. Because a lot of the times people get caught up into, "All all right, this person is doing something so we good. But that's only one individual. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And we all stuck exactly. on this hero. Like, exactly. who's the next Martin, the next Martin? Exactly. We are right. all that. Right. We all looking for one person. That's a great point. But if we all doing these certain things, all it'll all move accordingly. And faster. as a collective, the the energy and the work would be even more exorbitant than just having that one guy on the forefront. Exactly. And having that one guy on the forefront, history has showed us time and time again. All they're going to do is clip them off. Yeah. And what happens? Yeah. We become complacent for the next 10 to 30 years until another, you know, prophet or messiah, mm-hmm. you know, image pop up. Right. So that we could push them out into the white community again and have them same shit again. Yeah. Or just buy them out. Then he become part of the boule. Now he sold everybody out. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? But that's right. Yeah. I love it, man. I love the resurgence. That's Yo, it's going funny on. you just said that word boule. I was watching a like synchronicity is crazy. I was watching a, 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 <laughs> um, a, a lecture last night, and I've never heard that word. But they were talking about as far as like with the secret societies and stuff like that mm-hmm. with the boule. Um, so it just it just rung a bell. Like I literally just heard that <laughs> word last night. It yeah. be like that. Yeah, I tend to read niggas' minds. It be that's, like that. That's yeah. a power that I possess. <laughs> but um, in addition to in addition to more like you know current news, um. How y'all feel about Kerry Lathan? For those who don't know, Kerry Lathan was the one of the one three. Of the, yeah, he was the victims. uncle of the of the uh, one of the young cats I got shot with Nipsey. No, he was one of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know, I know. It, you said it was uncle? him. No, I'm saying it was him, his nephew, um, Nipsey that got. That oh, got shot. okay. Mm-hmm. Because for some yeah, reason, he was the like, guy who was getting the clothes from. Yeah, Nipsey. the 56 year old that just mm-hmm. did like a 20 year bid. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they wasn't releasing the third victim. Like they were very secret when it first initially happened. Right. It was like Nipsey got shot along with two other victims. Who are the two other victims? Right. These are still black people. These are still yeah. lives. Except like names. they, these, they still have importance. They still have family. Like, don't downplay them just because what? You know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, so, Kerry Lathan was, who was shot, ultimately uh, became paralyzed because he mm-hmm. got hit in the back. He recently got arrested again because apparently to um, California DA, yeah. he 
uh broke his um probation pro yeah probation probationary like um parameters yeah. by interacting with a gang member and this is the first time i ever heard this before uh so it makes me look like for me it 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 like reaffirms my initial thought on this whole situation whereas all this shit was a setup yeah. like it doesn't make any sense like the way he got killed and then now how things are playing out like how could the same organization which is the LAPD who was set to have a meeting with Nipsey the day after you know um he got murdered the day after he was unfortunately you know yeah. killed or whatever this same organization turn around and lock the person up lock somebody up who was associating themselves with him at the speaking highly positive right mm-hmm. On a positive note, it's right. not like they met up on some, you know, plot and collusion, you know what I'm saying, conspiratorial yeah. stuff. He just got out. He was getting close. He was getting set up with a job or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to look nice for his, presentable for his family who yeah. haven't seen him in so long. So it's like none of this shit adds up to me. Right. And after, after the LAPD speaking so highly of Nip, you know what yeah. I'm saying, Kamaran him and you know, this is a good man and we were supposed to have this meeting and this, this is this is unfortunate. All this other shit, right? Yeah. Not one word of him being a gang member. Exactly. Right? But now all of a sudden, y'all the same people that y'all locking this man up for associating with Nip. Because he's a gang member. Because he's yeah. a gang member. Yeah, you, you had the opportunity to get, get a slave back, so this is what we're going to exactly. do. This is what we're going to do. Two it, birds, one stone. That's how they see it. Yeah. Now he's back in jail making us more money. Exactly. Right that labor it's it's that shit is nuts it's um i and i don't know if this sounds like it it don't surprise me it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that don't sound pessimistic i don't care if it does i don't know if that sounds like pessimistic to people but um yeah it's just it just shows like i just stopped getting surprised at like the system because the system was never even designed for us us. right it's doing its job quite frankly Mm -hmm. so even like with to bring it to police, so when stuff happens, I feel like I take it to like to to like a ritual on like a different level. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, when um a person is killed by the police, what happens? A video comes out, mm-hmm. and then we all look at it and oh my god, this is like this keeps happening, but it's been happening. Like we, why are you surprised? Like this is the net, this is the agenda, yeah. right? But then take it to your mind, that affects your mental as a black person. You seeing images of black people getting killed by the police all the time. Now right. you normalize it. And you, you it's normalizing your subconscious. Right. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like, all right, so we can be mad for a couple of days and then go on with our regular day because it's so normalized. Yeah. We get the little reaction. We we feed and we pay attention to it. Because mm-hmm. attention is a currency. We pay attention to it. We feed whatever, then people can post attention whatever online. Is a currency. Mm-hmm. Get their little clicks or whatever. And then the next three days, hey, yo, what we drinking tonight? Exactly. Well, let's go scoop some hoes. Let's do it. Back to normality. Um, um, as far as what you said about being surprised, um, I find myself like whenever I run into something online, and I'm someone that like I'm super inquisitive. Mm-hmm. But what's the word? Inquisitive. Inquisitive. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot the end. Um. 
So like with like whenever I see something, like certain things I can't watch as far as like I can't watch stabbings. I can't watch like shootings like up close. Mm. But when it comes to like situations like if it's like a far video like Nip, like as much as I don't want to see them images, it's something about me that I just I'm just super curious about, like, mm-hmm. I need to know the steps of, like, mm-hmm. why, like, what happened, stuff like that. So, when I see stuff about, like, uh, maybe being killed by the police, it's like, I just scroll right by it now. It's like, my brain, like, when I first saw I seen it, when I was drunk, I'm like, damn, like, that's how the fuck we, we dying now? Mm-hmm. Cause when you're young, you don't know. But mm-hmm. now when I see it, it's like, damn, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Damn, that's fucking crazy, bro. He died. Damn, bro. Mm-hmm. I might, I might take a look at the article and, and see the details, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm not overcome, I'm not overcame with emotions anymore, mm-hmm. like exactly. anymore. Yeah. The closest thing that got me riled up was was Nipsey, where like I, like, I actually shed tears. But besides that, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm damn near numb to it. Yeah. Now and that's imagine- crazy. Imagine, and that's just us on the, this is you speaking as far as like a black person, right? Seeing other black people die. Imagine the other part of town, mm-hmm. how they feel. They don't give a fuck. Not one bit. There's some that's going to be like, oh, I wish it was more of them. Right. There's others that's like, oh, gang banging. It might just be 17 year old gunned down by police. Oh, he did something wrong. Yeah. He automatically what did he, what did jumped he to that. Do to cause the police exactly. officer right. to shoot him. Exactly. Right. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's all conditioning because before they implemented a lot of this shit. I mean, don't get me wrong, black people been dying since white people, you know, <laughs> came started around. with that whole, you know, slavery bullshit. Right. Since the Pope signed off on the edict. But it's certain experiments that's been conducted that in a sense dictates how a certain course of history will run Mm -hmm. because you know they would take white rats and tests run certain tests and then they would take brown rats to run certain tests because the white is going to represent them and the brown rats going to represent you know us and latinos or whatever as well as the monkeys they would utilize, you know what I'm saying, for certain yeah. rabbits. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if we could find out, not saying that this would help us, you know, you know, or it, this would aid in what's going on to be surceased or whatever, but if we could find out all the tests that's been conducted on animals, mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, neurological shock treatment death and all this stuff it would help us grasp more of an understanding of what these the mindset and the intent of these people really is you see what i'm saying it's not gonna i'm not saying that it's gonna stop it no but understanding or overstanding rather right that puts you in a much different you know enlightenment position so you know how to act accordingly. So now I know as soon as you shape up, okay, now let me just do this to negate all that energy that you're coming with because you're going to do certain things to antagonize me yeah, to 
for me to react a certain way to justify your initial intent, your real intent. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. I just had another moment, synchronizing moment. So yesterday I was um oh I just be reading stuff to read, but I was mm -hmm. I think it's called I was researching reading up on something called um Pavlovian conditioning. Yeah, Pavlov. Pavlov, yeah. And it's something so simple, mm -hmm. but when you think about it, then you start to think, all right, what is this? How can this be like implemented in so many different ways? You're talking about the ringing the bell with the dog? With the and dog. Salivate? Yeah. Salivate? For hunt? Um, so, yeah. so basically, the have you ever heard of it? Yeah. Yeah, we spoke yeah. on that like three episodes ago. And I for sat sure. there and I was reading articles on it and I just started thinking about, all right, we in a social media age with images. Mm -hmm. Then I started thinking about music. Mm -hmm. Then I started thinking about images of certain people. Like, I just started breaking it down. And I'm like, yo, it's all... If you don't, if you're not in a place to really even think about it, you won't even understand that you might be getting conditioned or controlled a certain way with your yeah. mind, yeah. the things you see. But if you take a step back and realize, all right, I do this thing, why do I do this? Mm -hmm. When this happens, why do I respond this way? Why do I feel this certain way? And start to break that down as, as far as like what you're saying, as far as the experiments and like the knowledge of that, mm -hmm. you start to look at the world completely differently. Yeah. Yeah. Completely differently. 1,000. Like for example, let me. I'm a. I'm gonna touch on something that we discussed um, Saturday. For example, with the hypersexuality that's going on in the world, right? Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just use this as one example. The whole fashion over, right? We're gonna send you ten pretty ladies these outfits, these provocative outfits. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Y'all take pictures in them and Hanging put it on your out. social media. Skin out crazy majority of people i think every single instagram user soon as you hit that explore page you you're see seeing them. like 20 women Bam. Yeah. you know what i'm saying of course they, you know they all appealing but yeah. it's like why you know what i'm saying so now i start thinking like when you're hypersexualized some people can't control their impulses so mm -hmm. you're creating rapists mm -hmm. you're creating right um you're creating a lot of adultery you're creating uh, premarital sex. All yeah. of these things, right? Yeah. In addition to that, what are you doing on a neurological level? Mm -hmm. When a man busts too much, too frequently, he is in turn killing his genius. Because mm -hmm. this is why I said from Saturday. Yeah. You want to touch on it? You want to? Um, basically, like with with your like ejaculation you have a lot of think about it you bring a life into the world with oh that. we spoke about this so and you then got a lot of yeah. you got a lot of life force so if you're if you're just ejaculating all the time you're basically taking energy from yourself and just aimlessly throwing it out right i think i read an article somewhere that they said um men that that might abuse women or beat women they uh according to tests they might masturbate a lot mm. And as far as that deals with like their masculine energy and how that might be off and, and things of that nature, but it makes sense. It makes sense to bring it back to like the images and, and Instagram. We are hypersexualized. Yeah. So even on the flip side, now certain things are kind of uh, normalized too, mm -hmm. and it can affect you in a certain way with that. But um, it's I, I do notice that with the explore page. That's what I don't honestly don't even really like social media. I make music, so I'll be on there. Right, value, yeah. But 
I kind of I think it gets a bad rap sometimes because there's a lot of like it's a lot social of, media. Yeah, it's a lot of fuck shit, but it depends on how you utilize it. Exactly. Yeah, this, and what you yeah. get from it. Exactly. Right. What you put into it. If you're a person who is easily falls victim to just having their easily focus, yeah. yeah. Then you can fall victim to a bunch of different a lot shit. Of you shit, can spend yeah. an hour. You you can lose yeah, that, an hour it's, it's looking no at end. ass. I've done that before. It's, that yeah, wasn't an hour, but I've man. And she got three friends, and yeah, then I clicked yeah. the picture to see the tax pop like, up, and then I clicked on this here? one. And yeah, it's bro. like took me to a whole different. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. But the reason I brought it up is like when you ejaculate too. If you was to. Why I said you lose that genius is because if you retain that yeah. sperm count, that liquid, that fluid, it's something on a neurological level yeah. where you become way more creative. You see what I'm saying? It's because if you just ejaculate, it's like, oh, man, that feeling was so great. And then you're going to chase that like a crack fiend. Mm-hmm. Right. So the next thing you know, you keep busting nuts. But if you just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you just yeah. compose it- yourself. You start, you know what I'm saying? And then another thing too, when you ejaculate, you're losing a lot of minerals from the body. And prostate cancer could be avoided by the replenishment of iron and magnesium in the body for males especially. Mm -hmm. So they're going to clown you for eating watermelon, but watermelon is one of the fruits with the highest count of iron inside. But we're going to show you all these asses. So when you keep bussing or you go out there in your neighborhood and you have like 10 children with like 10 different women or whatever, right. at the end of the day, you're, 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 you're subscribing to what we want you guys to become. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Hope it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hypersexualize. And then you're going to die focus. soon because you're going to develop prostate cancer. Yeah. Right. You've, you've depleted your inner energy. Mm-hmm. And now if, with the kids, you've set up a dynamic that you can't even maintain. And it's going to become repetitive because they daddy ain't the end right. of life. And then you, we know how that route goes. Yeah. Fault of not being in the household, both yeah. parents. That I must say, white supremacy, the this religion is very... Thought out. I was telling. I was telling my uncle the they, they other thought day. I give them their props. Fuck them, but I give I, them their props. Yeah. I said the same. I said, yo. I said, yo. Fuck these niggas, but I got to give credit where it's due. These niggas did a phenomenal job, and it's fully doing, understandable. It, it's yeah. because because we still going through this shit. Four hundred years after the fact, right like, now conducting certain tests and experiments for the next fifty to hundred years yeah. to be implemented on us. It even even. Even goes down to, uh, and I want to go back to like the the whole um, like ejaculating thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, but even it goes down to. So if you think about like ancient times, right? Mm-hmm. They had they know us and how we operate better than we do. Yeah. So it's just chess. Yeah. It's chess, and we playing checkers. Yeah. So they know. We playing catch up. We, <laughs> we ain't even on the board yet. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I remember when I was younger, I used to talk to one of my older cousins. I'm like, yo, like the people who created like this country, they are just so like smart and so intricate. Like, how do they think about this and to know that if we do this, it will affect this community of people? Like, how do people even think like that? Mm-hmm. And I, I just always, I'm always like a person that wants to learn. So I just always wanted to know. So I'm like, yo, right. how did they know that? This will, if we do this, it'll it'll have black people in the uproar, and then they'll respond this way, 
or this way and this way, and then we can we can capitalize off of this. Like that mm-hmm. is that is master yeah. level chess. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I used to be like, yo, fuck them, but them niggas is they doing they, they like, smart. They on they shit. Yeah. And it's by design. It was learned from that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Like take like That's take the what they got. Thing. And implement it into our own yeah. lives until it's a small level, until it's a bigger level. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a big point. Because when you think about it, all right, with the construct that we in, we didn't construct it. Mm-hmm. We aren't like the puppet masters. So we have to we have to operate in it. Yeah. But finesse the game. Exactly. One thing I think that we as black people get too caught up in, and don't get me wrong, I have my moments too, but I think we get too caught up in being a victim that we not using these clues logical. and these tools yeah. like in sort of a way they have no choice but to give us like they showing us their game like if you like if you on our type of frequency like you know what's going on yeah. you know what i'm saying you just got to be self-aware mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of us we too caught up in fuck man like this shit not you know what i'm saying these niggas well, you're not really, you should be taking notes like, all right, this happened to me because of this, I bet. So I'm going to flip the script on these niggas and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like going to a, it's like going to, um, like a, what is it? Like those real estate mogul or business, like, seminar. Um, seminar. Yeah. They always tell you, ignore the poor person who's giving you advice and mimic what like whoever you hold in high regards or yeah. whoever, whoever is the have billionaire the lifestyle or millionaire, that you want. Yeah. yeah. Mimic that person and you will attain that lifestyle. For sure. So if we clearly know white people are, and I'm going to use this, are the most socialized, hmm. civilized people right. on it, the planet, right? In quotations. That's the narrative. Guys. Yeah. Right. Why not just implement that? What they do and then we can, in turn, become, well, you know, take that spot or become on an equal playing field as them. That's it. But the thing yeah. is, we need unity. And that's why I love like what's man, going exactly. on right now. Because Bring this it is full just, circle. Yeah, yeah exactly. we need manpower. Yeah. We need I'll, boots I'll on the ground. Another thing I want to say before, you know, I let one of y'all speak. They 110% fully undermine killing Nipsey Hussle. They did not think this was gonna happen. Yeah, they was like they're gonna be like we gonna kill this crip, and they gonna think it's a blood, or they gonna think it's this, and they gonna go shoot back, and then they gonna retaliate, and it's gonna continue the war, the war, or whatever. Yeah. And they definitely think the East Coast was gonna catch on. So, I'm I'm loving it right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm loving. I'm still it, grieving bro. for my bro, yeah. but I'm yeah, loving it for sure. They're they're honestly scared. Yeah, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, one thousand percent. Because they, they, they under they have one thousand percent undermined like the power of us, like our people on mm-hmm. all levels, on, on like dimensions. Yeah, down to our, our, our spirituality, like everything. That's where they're gonna fuck up. They because here's the thing: they have a level of understanding, but it's not complete because they're not in it. Exactly, they're not in it. They don't know like the like black people are very powerful. Yeah. on a lot of like just in our and that's why we the tastemakers. In culture, think about it. In, right. every, in culture, you can trace everything back to something we did. That's a fact. People that shit on hip hop, but then you'll see a commercial, and it's a bunch of a white family in a minivan rapping. Right, <laughs> bro. We set the trend for all this shit. All every bro, all aspects of life. We yeah. we could break it down: music, dance, art, science, mathematics, 
uh fucking civilization period Civil- we, civilization. we civilized, <laughs> agriculture we civilized like, europeans yeah. a number of times right yeah. the first schools in in like it was in salamanca systems yeah like the, our the from, first university yeah so it's like that's it's not this shit but the narrative since we don't control the narrative we don't know that we just think oh mm-hmm. we come from being uncivilized we was whatever living in Swinging the, hut, in the trees. In a tree but yeah. now, right. we were tech, we were advanced but we just understood like the value of like just genuine nature like mm-hmm. just because you have a television and i like to play outside don't mean that you're smarter you than more you. advanced than exactly right. what does that mean it just means i'm you. more in touch with nature right and if you keep think about with uh with technological advances or just focus on advancing advancing this much as far as that's advancing and you disregard a nature now look at the world mm-hmm. the world is is it's already like it's backwards right it's backwards and it, oh how can we find a new way to maintain this to maintain that if you didn't fuck it up in the first place we wouldn't right. have to do that exactly like francis with like exactly i don't know how true it is but i saw a post as far as something with like uh like drone bees yeah bees are almost going to sting that's yeah i saw that yeah i saw that well, yeah. bees I are definitely saw that. i don't know how true it is i thought you was talking about being used for um warfare oh well yeah that's true that I, I believe that's very true. Yeah, and they had some of that on Black Mirror as well. I believe that's very true. <laughs> that's shit crazy. They had an episode where yeah, niggas was using bees to assassinate people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's on the point to what you said, like the fact that a lot of and we spoke about this too, a lot of insects and specifically bees that play a big part in our in our ecosystem as far as like our fruits and our plants, and then the animals eat that and then we eat the animals. Mm. Bees play a big part in that. And the fact that y'all gotta fucking, y'all gotta create mechanic bees sounds sure this is happening fictional, man. but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But see, that's that goes back to knowing these people and their nature. Their nature. Their nature. Right now, they're dimming out the sun because right. they cannot sustain. Right. They can't maintain. You know what I'm saying? The sun affects them. That's universal light. That is. 100% natural light. Yeah, source they, of energy. They and they know it affects artificial. us differently. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So them and the sun going going to be easier on them, going to be it's harder a for us. It's for them, pro for us. Right. Yeah. But but even with that, they they didn't even they underestimate like they underestimate that's, a lot even of matter, that's, that's they underestimate they going, a lot like they of can things. try all of it like the rain and is it's over not gonna, it's not gonna work yeah. I'm telling you it and that's that's where they fuck up yeah. every every kingdom every emperor every every reign of someone that has underestimated their appointed um that they appointed opponent. opponent yeah at some point is gonna fall you think too much you because you're you not aware you're not thinking you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you underestimate them and we're gonna come up on your ass yeah. you know what i'm saying so they just buying time at this point. That's pretty much all it is. They last time. move is we're gonna destroy it all. If we yeah. can't have it, yeah. nobody can. And that's exactly why it's it's crazy to that. That's exactly why I think it's going, to be honest. Yeah. It's definitely gonna go. Because like the moves they making and shit, it's just it's just reckless moves. I mean it's like <laughs> simple stuff like the media, like you said, showing black people dying. to have the masses socialized with it's okay, like killing a black person this is why certain white people took it upon themselves to become vigilantes like oh i'm gonna chase after him george zimmerman george zimmerman yep. or i'm gonna shoot at this nigga the the guy in um cleveland the yeah. dude who the firefighter who shot at the black kid who just who was lost right asking for the directions. Door. right so simple a simple 
strategic move like that is to show how they are like you were saying um they what what did you say underestimating us no something after that you basically were saying like they're um damn they're not a <sighs> damn i hate when i forget my shit <laughs> but it's to show like we thought it was going to go this way but we're going to have to become blatant now like we don't even oh, care oh i said that i think that they're just like they're just thinking about ending it all like if they yeah. can't have yeah. They, yeah. so this is like the, can't be this way. is like the step 2 in a sense right. mm-hmm. because the aids and shit like we right. can't Tuskegee experiment they, we can't right. disregard those so let's say this step 2 step 3 eventually it's going to be like bang keep going about my day you see what i'm saying and right. nobody's there's no reprimandation there's nothing right right but they 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 um their birth rate is in a negative decline yeah they're, we, they're we dying yeah, faster we, yeah, than we always say that man so, and this is like that's i'm gonna always put this energy out that because still surprising to me like yeah, how y'all yeah. niggas dying more y'all creating kids but this like y'all the biggest rapists out here like what the fuck going on <laughs> Yeah, you gotta over. They rape men. Y'all the over helper. Y'all the over hyper sexualized people, and y'all recreating lower than y'all. It's that's by. It, it's like is. it's. This is design. It's by design. It's by this design. is all in. This is yeah. It's all in divine like timing. I, divine timing, because like as I learned, because I'm really into spirituality now, and like yeah. and like metaphysics and everything, but a lot of stuff, like that, it has been notated. It's like prediction of what is going on now, mm-hmm. like from old times. Yeah, the Mayans, all of that. All of like that. All, it, it was like so. As far as a shift, like this is, I heard. Um, I think it was Bobby Hemmett say, like we complaining about where we at because we in fucked up times. But as far as the the time of us not being in control or reigning is in in the grand scheme of things, is minute. Mm-hmm. Like as far as black people been around, like the original people been around for what millions of years. Yeah. yeah. So it's by design. Like things, everything is cyclical. Cyclic is that how you cyclical? Cyclical or cyclic? Yeah, I'm not really good with English sometimes. <laughs> but <laughs> now you straight. Things like things like everything has to move. Mm-hmm. There's duality. Everything has to move. So it's not. It's by design. They are really scared because they understand. Like all right, the the construct is crumbling. Mm-hmm. Right. in certain ways people are waking up like young young people are waking up and just can being able to see through illusions I'm telling bullshit. you yeah. this generation it's different it's gonna be the one to fuck this whole even shit up even white people are waking just, up yeah. certain yeah. white people are waking up yeah Revolu- money is being revolutionized like right now the US dollar is about to go fully you know I would say what next what 10 years 20 years maybe yeah it's crazy you got something you want to touch on before I dive into this crazy Texas? Yeah, man. Um, shit. On the upside, I'd like to shout out uh, the Robert W. Coleman. I don't want to misquote. Mm. Well, the Robert Coleman Elementary School in um, Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, yeah. this is. They recently, touch. well, yeah, recently, it started like last year, they implemented... Um, meditation as opposed to 
detention to students who are deemed as misbehaving or, you know, seem a little... Uh, Maybe troubled, hyperactive, hyperactive. Love, love that means black people, yeah. right? Know, black boys, especially. But um, they have seen an increase in um school attendance. The students love it, right? Uh, they've seen an increase in behavior. They've seen a decrease in detention, suspension, a decrease in um, you know, acting out. You should, you can say, I guess. Yeah. But um, I love it and. Just a couple blocks down, a high school in the same, you know, city, they implemented it as well. Increasing graduation rate, increasing functioning in classrooms and all of this. So that makes me think, like, why? I mean, I understand Rockefeller Foundation and all their intent for creating this public school system and all of that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, to the people who always, you know, who tend to condemn people you know uh students or people for dropping out of school or or you know oh all you gotta do is do this in school and and school and school why was this never like thought of before Mm -hmm. why why is this now being implemented in 2018 because we don't take mental health seriously in our community that's the but easy would answer. You, but would you refer to that as mental health, though? I mean, a small proportion because yeah, nah. I'm not going to lie. A part portion of the article, it said we have a lot of students who are suffering from, you know, depression, mm-hmm. anxiety. They mm-hmm. they have their appearances on drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have meals at the house. Like they rely on coming to school to right. eat a meal for the day, even mm-hmm. if it's one meal. Yeah. So part of the article, I I would say mental health is uh, mental health is part of, you know, the reason. But would you say that is majority? For the reason why they implemented the meditation. No, why students act out. In, in in elementary, especially elementary, I'm talking um, about. I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't have the knowledge to say it's the biggest reason, but I do think it's a big part because when you think about mental health, think about mm-hmm. it, it's like, if I'm going through stress and anxiety, mm-hmm. I don't know how to deal with my emotions. My emotions isn't on the balance. You True. know what I'm saying? My shit is, so... I'm going to do some shit at home. I don't know how to cope with it. I have no avenues to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Somebody bumped me in the hallway. I'm already feeling agitated. Mm-hmm. I have no means. I have no no place to go to no, calm myself, meditate. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be irate. I'm going to try to fight. You know what I'm saying? You're in class. You don't know how that. You got these things going through your mind. You're going mm-hmm. through anxiety. You may be thinking about something at home. It's causing you to distract yourself from your schoolwork because now you're like, all right, if... This shit going through my mind. Let me make some jokes. Let me let me throw a book at the talking uh, teacher some shit because mm-hmm. I don't. My mind is racing. I gotta distract myself from my pain. So I'm gonna do some wild shit in class, and make people laugh. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So the meditation, I feel like it'll help them realize, like, all right, I have I have depression, I have I have all these things, and now I'm learning how to like calm my mind. So when I do have these anxiety attacks, even in class, mm-hmm. I could just these kids have the know now to be like alright now I know that breathing Breathe techniques and just calm yourself yeah you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I agree with what you said but at the same time it's like for me I don't yeah. believe mental health was the majority like we like yeah. Mac touched on earlier the school to pipeline 
you know school to prison system. pipeline yeah 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 school to prison i skipped the word but um so what i look at this as is it's a reformation to that demonic system mm-hmm. i know people well i know for a fact that they test based on the test scores of third graders they build a certain amount of prisons yeah or, or cells so it's no way whereas it's not a huge concentration of third graders especially black third graders who has already developed mental health i'm not saying that this is something that you could easily spot i'm not saying that at all but at the same time it's like i have black family members and they have children and you know i interact and correspond with these children and it's like i don't get that you know what I'm saying? Because you're so young? No, I'm not saying... Because at the same time, it's like you can't put an age on mental health. Mm-hmm. Or right. you develop this at 16 right. or whatever. But it's like... Of course, it depends on that child's life experiences mm-hmm. that causes mental health to... You know, causes the inception of it. But me, I I, I just inherently believe that this is to replace the school to prison pipeline because mm-hmm. we know what we've been doing for the past hundred years has not clearly working. not been working. It's not working. <laughs> and, you know, right. let's just try something new. Right. And see how this play out. Yeah. And I agree. Cause I think, like, I don't think it's majority mental health. And even with mental health, even with, with us mm-hmm. in like these systems in school or whatever, like, you got to understand this with schools are a construct, but everybody don't learn the same. Exactly. Everybody don't operate the same. Exactly. So if you acting now, are you going against the grain? Or are you got this? You got exactly. that? But it's like, all right, that's a child. They might not just want to sit here for five hours. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They might learn this way more visual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, with our with us bringing back to black people, with our community. If we aren't like the ones that are creating this system, mm-hmm. it's coming from a lack of understanding or a lack of we don't just we don't give a fuck. Yeah. So all right, if you don't adhere to this, then there's obviously an issue. Either you're acting out for whatever reason with your experiences, or you have something. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, my mom, she's worked in like school district districts all over New Jersey, uh, specifically with um, special ed mm-hmm. systems because she just sees like young black. Specifically, young black men just thrown into there. Yeah. Labeled, oh, you got ADHD. Yeah. Depression, whatever. But it's like, all right, let's like let's really break it down as far as what they're going on in their life, their circumstances, their resources, their their means. You just throwing these labels on there just to maybe to work some numbers. So now right. it, it's it could be a a a a a, a school to to uh. uh pharmaceutical pharmaceutical pipeline pipeline. yeah and that's exactly what it is it could be that not to cut you off but throwing these young black males into adhd well even throwing the label on it and then throwing them into special education who's the one doing it nine times out of ten it's a white female from a middle class you know society or who barely have any interface with them exactly and 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 the main thing the the major the major like you know underlying factor is it's all subjective 
Exactly. Right. She does. She's not a psychologist. She's not a psychiatrist. She believes Jamal has ADHD. She don't know that for a fact. Right. And it's been proven, like you said, it's been proven that boys cannot sit for hours learning. Girls can do that. This is where the you know the the hormonal you mm-hmm. know yeah. you know uh, consideration comes into play. So it's like. Do you really know what you're talking about, Becky? Mm-hmm. Right. Or are you just pushing the narrative that you've been you've been employed to push? Yeah. It's not off it. It's it's off of all right. They're going off the system that is by these rules of this book. Exactly. But you can even bring that to the medical system. But it's not off experience. Hundred percent. Doctors aren't are, aren't chemists. Mm-hmm. They're not like right. trained in chemistry. Yeah. Right. So you're saying, oh, this is going on. This is what's happening. This is what you need to do. But it's like, all right. Bro, a lot of doctors be guessing. It's a guessing game. When you yeah. go to that shit, that shit is a big... Until y'all niggas open me up and actually see the shit, and like... You know what the fuck A lot of these niggas be guessing, bro. Yo, you know how many times I went to the doctor? Because like, like a few years back, I think I have like a pinched nerve mm. on my right side. I've been good re- as of late, but it'll come back like every four or six months or so. One time I couldn't... I could barely walk. Yeah. Like, yeah. I went to the doctor talking well, about oh, probe. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> from aliens. Hey, <laughs> y'all went to the doctor like twice, and both times she's like, "Oh, it's probably just the way you laying." I'm like, "This ain't no shit. I'm just laying on no bed, bro. I can barely <laughs> walk." Yeah. And they might have printed out a sheet of these are good ways to lay down in your bed. Like, bro, she ain't even yo. She I've been ain't sleeping even for 25 <laughs> years. You, you, I don't know how to sleep. <laughs> Bro, she didn't. And, yo, I've been sleeping the same way all my life, bro. And it, it ain't like I sleep some weird way. You know, yeah. know what I'm saying? She didn't even try to recommend like a X-ray or pay me like a, a hospital or the opinion. She was just like, "Yeah, take the ibuprofen." I'm one. I don't like taking pills. I was dealing with that pain because I told my mom, "My mom be like, you take pills." I'm like, "Ma, I don't want to. I don't want to take pills, bro." You could be addicted to it, that shit. And once and you're plus, addicted, now I don't want a drug dealer. I don't want to take enough to where <laughs> if I really need it, yeah, I may, my body may react different. Mm-hmm. When I really, really need it, I may not be able to get the most from it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll deal with too. the pain, son. Mm-hmm. Them just do damage. I'm sure they do. And that's the funny thing about Fucking the ADHD killers, and the ADD. Bro. Like, you refer to your... You, we put your child in special ed now. Oh, now you got to go get this clinical letter from the doctor who's all in cahoots with the shit. Right. To, you know, legitimize yeah. this um what's the word? This document recommendation or prescription. Document, no, yeah. this like if we label you like you got ADHD. Diagnosis? Yeah. Diagnosis, yeah. It legitimized this diagnosis that we gave, you know what I'm saying? Now, little Jamal, who is perfectly normal, after six months to a year of using Respidol. Dog. Aldol. Um, what else they have? Lithium. That shit has concentrated his system so much yeah. that this nigga legit got ADHD now. Yeah. Right. We 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 pharmaceutically induced induced him to having to being an ADHD or ADD, you know, patient. And, and then to bring right. it to the to the thought process, now this person has so many years of telling themselves, this is what I'm dealing with. So mm-hmm. now it's a reality based off of your mind. Yeah. Right. This yeah. is, because I, I, even with the young people that I work with and in, in, uh, with the adolescent center I work with, 
um, some some kind of where like their diagnosis mm. as like a layer of them. Yeah, I'm like that's not you. That's yeah. just something that like you was yeah. labeled as. I, I'm slew footed. I'm not like a. I'm not a slew foot man. Like I mean, What's I don't even know what that means. I walk like. Like my oh. feet point out. Uh, I don't know if that's actually like a term. That might oh. be like some country shit. My feet. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's some country. But, shit. Yeah, I never um, heard that. that. I heard a bow legged. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but even to bring it back to to the pharmaceuticals, like I, I'll give a first hand experience where I was like, because I was I was dealing with depression a lot of like my adolescent into teen years, mm. and when I went through, even a young adult, when I went through all that, I remember going to counseling, and I remember having to go to. I, I guess it's a psychiatrist is the one that can give you the actual prescription. Mm-hmm. I sat in front of that lady all of three minutes and she, her desk was over there. We didn't have no kind. She said, all right, yeah, this is what you're going to, you have um, depression and severe depression and anxiety. You're going to take this. I was on that medication for two years. My, my body was different. I didn't start having anxiety attacks until I got on the medication. <laughs> I used to be in the bed shaking. Mm-hmm sweating couldn't move for an hour <laughs> i said yo and all of that because nobody had you the patience which to really find out paxil paxil p-a-x-i-l right yeah and it's supposed to deal with depression and anxiety mm. they're like yes yeah, two I for one like so i remember when i was younger when i when i was still like in my mother's house i went to like psychiatrist counselors and she was like yeah i'm not putting them on any any pills your mom said this yeah okay when i was younger salute to mom dukes so then when I got older and I was still having certain issues and I and it, and it all stems back to, I'm going to go back to something you said too, as far as in school, a key part of what you said is I didn't know how to deal with mine. It all goes back to knowing how to deal, like knowing yourself and how right. to deal with yourself. So when I didn't know how to do that, I was having more issues. So I started going to counseling again. They're like, oh, we recommend you getting on medication. I said, you know what? I really don't want to do it, but I'm going through so much. This is like kind of the only option I know. Mm-hmm. My whole, like, my whole, my whole body was, I would wake up and I'm yawning night. I mean, day, morning to night. I'm yawning all day. I'm tired all day. I have no energy. As far as my mood, it's just, hey, I'm Mad nonchalant. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. good. Yeah. I'm, I'm neither Mad up monotone. nor, I'm, up, I'm not up or down. I'm just numb. Yeah. I can't, I would have anxiety attacks. I couldn't get out the car. I'm in yeah. the car for an hour and a half just shaking. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, what is going on yeah. with me? So I had to, I took like a year or two just detoxing that out of my system. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a that, lot. Yeah. Cause I, I have a, I have a, like a, a spot for like mental health, especially mm-hmm. with our, with like our young black people. Um, and when people ask me though, I'm still honest as far as they say, what do you think about medication? I mm-hmm. said, it, I say it's not for everybody. I honestly don't recommend it. Yeah. Um, because of how that like, um, can affect your body. Mm-hmm. Put, like you're adding something external to your body. Yeah. Right? There's other methods to deal with what you're going on. Natural your, remedies. Your diet. Yeah. Just look at your diet and look at your circumstances. Yeah. And if you can't change it, you have to figure out ways to just respond to it differently. Mm-hmm. Your di- a lot of a lot of people's diet is like the reason why they dealing with shit. Hundred percent. Right. You eating a bunch <laughs> of shit. Let's let's even right. down to. I think I was. I don't know if I was talking to you, um, the other day, but talking about. With parasites and food. Oh yeah, it was me. They can affect how you, like <laughs> you your brain, your yeah. thing. They are smart. Yeah, they yeah. are smart. So if you if you feeling a certain way, you feeling down, you feeling angry, it could be because you have something inside of you that is pulling your strings. So it's it's all um, I think 
with like a I like to talk about like stuff with that solution based. Mm. It's really just knowing yourself and knowing how to like better with yourself. We can run to all these different external things, but at the end of the day, we see like none of it is working. It's not working. It's just masking the issue or right. creating a new issue. Right. Think about you see a commercial for a drug every day. Yeah. And it's like it'll help you with this, but common side effects are then they play the anal bleeding, anxiety, depression. It's like, all right, internal bleeding. I'm taking this shit for anxiety and depression, side effects, anal bleeding, organ aches. Your uterus will probably give me anxiety. The side effects gonna give me back to anxiety. Yeah, cause I'm scared cause that I, this. I'm saying I might die. Yeah, it's blood coming out my asshole, nigga. Yeah, and all yeah. and look and all of that because of a lack of patience and understanding. You know what I'm saying? Like how you said, you let's say you right here, the lady out had this over there. All right, so I heard you say this. You got severe depression. I take these pills. It's really, it's really no, it's really no correspondence. It's really no, no dialogue. It's no like sincerity in that. It's a cookie cutter system, right? There's no real. She ain't really doing her job. Diagnosis. She's like a clerk. Yeah, yeah. She heard you say, "All right, you go to the store, yo. I want some peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All right, here's your peanut butter and jelly sandwich." That's what. That's all she said. She heard a couple things. All right, so this is what I'm gonna give you. All it is is sophisticated, sophisticated way of selling drugs. Mm-hmm. The person at the desk that you exactly. show your insurance card to is the middleman, mm-hmm. and the doctor that you go visit in the room is the actual dealer. That's all it is. Yeah, and they all in conjunction. But one of the main things that you said that I like that you touched on was when you tell that child that they have ADD or ADHD. Now that it. child internalized that they shit. They wear that. And the brain is the most powerful thing on this planet. Now, you're being told that you got ADD, ADHD at school. Your friends is telling you. The guidance counselor is telling you. The nurse or doctor is telling you. Now your mom or dad is at That shit going to change how you move. <laughs> your whole, every, all the billions of cells in your body is now saying, we got ADHD. Yeah. That's your reality. Right. And this is how the pharmaceutical industry, in a sense, like a big part, makes their money. You got AIDS. You got cancer. Now, you, this person could be totally cancer-free, but you telling them they got cancer be, creates cancerous cells mm-hmm. in yeah. that person. Yeah. Even just a cancerous mind state, that creates yeah. cancerous cells. Right. That's it. We're going to tell them this and we ran tests on the human body. And once the human brain takes in certain types of information and internalizes it, it creates that as that becomes the reality. Right. So this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Manifestation. Yeah. The subconscious doesn't reason. It takes everything lateral and literal. Yeah. And it does not ask for understanding. Nope. As long as I take it in, that's it. So that's to bring it back to like to mental health and just working with young black men. Like one of my my little homies, I'm like, yo, you got to watch how you speak about yourself, bro. You got to stop talking down about yourself because now in your subconscious mind, that is the reality because you you keep conditioning that. So now Mm -hmm. to break that, you got to do twice as much work. So stop it now. Right. Yeah, I can't do this or damn, I'll never get her. 
or nah, I can't, nah, I'll never. I never Whole time, shit be in the bag. Yeah. You just got to have that confidence. Because you know, when you say the bag, you know what the bag is. You are the bag. Secure yourself. Right. I had a homie growing up. He was like, right. yo, there's a certain luxury car I want to buy, but you have to have X amount of money to be included in this club to buy this car. I'll never do that. And at the time, I got mad as hell at bro. I was like, bro, like, you just closed the door on you. Like, mm-hmm. right. And but he couldn't under he didn't even click. He's like, nah, yeah. like you gotta have X amount. I'll never make that amount of money. I'm like, yo, you're like I hate hearing that shit. And we all we all still have to be conscious because sometimes we do it. Yeah. But yeah. with that, I was like, yo, I never want to tell myself I can't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Even if in my body I don't even feel like I can do it. In my head, I'm like, nah. And I still I to bring it back to music, when I started like performing. I was dealing with anxiety. So I'm on stage in front of a bunch of people and my body is damn near shaking. But I'm like, bro, you still like, we fighting through it. We got to do it. So it's just understanding like, yo, you can't fall victim to the either conditioning that you have or the yeah. fears because yeah. that's going to be your reality. Right. So with with a young person and they walking around like, yeah, I want to do this, but you know my ADHD is like, it might make it hard for me. I'm like, all right, you might you your attention might be different than other people. That's mm-hmm. what it is. That's if you want to label it. That's what it is. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what it is. And that shit is all by design. Going back to like you know, they the powers that be. Like I was um like in the book Auto Wall. It's a it's a line in there that says I, I'm gonna screw this up mm. for sure. I'm paraphrasing, but. It's a line basically saying like the best war won is a war not um fought. Mm-hmm. Meaning like they got us looking at ourselves like this saying that we can't do something because son, they diagnosed it. They ain't even gotta tell us that. They ain't even gotta tell us they ain't even have to tell your homeboy like you can't do that. He told himself exactly. that off of shit they ain't playing in his mind. Mm-hmm. They ain't gotta fight the war no more. We fighting a war with ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you tell them like, yo, you can't do that. You look at yourself in the mirror saying, I can't do that shit, bro. They they laid back chilling. Or even down to we all we all cool growing up. And you say, you know what? I want to start my own business. And we like, you silly, bro. You right. stupid. You better get this job at UPS. Yeah. Like your uncle, like your brother, you ain't ever gonna do shit. Right. So then it's like, are you hearing that everywhere? Mm-hmm. It, what you think? You start believing it. Yeah. What That's why. That's why nothing you said when you uh when you uh we first started the episode you said something like, um you don't hang with the same folks you used to because mm. you're not the same person. Yeah. And that's what I said at the network event. I felt like a big part of like our journey in life is having the capability to mm. let motherfuckers go. Yeah. Like yo, it's so much people that I used to think like yo, I fuck with this nigga. This nigga, this nigga's cool, man. Like, not realizing that like. Like our friendship that I thought was 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 only because of one thing. Like yeah, it wasn't on a deeper level. It was yeah. like, oh, oh, I like I dress nice. This nigga dress nice. Yeah. We relate on that. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, he like this type of game. All right, you know what I'm saying? Or like he like or like we focus on the girls. All right, we you know what I'm saying? But like on a deeper level, when you start like growing and shit, it's like this nigga still there at that spot. Mm-hmm. And if I stay there with him. I would have been. I wouldn't have been here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You really start thinking about that shit. Like these niggas, it's been like four. four it's been like four or five years. And, you're on the same and every way. time I see this nigga, 
he asking me about some pussy. You know what I'm saying? And, but here's the thing: it don't you don't even necessarily have to look at it as far as a negative because at the time it served its purpose, and that's what it was for. So it's good, but it's just people transition and move differently, right? And everything is in seasons. So yeah, at the time, like we was cool because we used to run the streets and get mad girls together. That's what we did in it, right? right. But as I grew and like nurtured myself in this way, I just moved this way and you moved that way. Ain't nothing. It ain't. I still could have love for you, or whatever. Yeah, from a distance, diverged yeah. in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So that's just what it is. And even I, I take it upon with myself. If I'm not even moving in the same direction where you want to go, if you feel the need to remove yourself, then go ahead. Yeah, I understand. I get it. I understand because I'd rather not. You rather you rather be selfless in a sense and be like, look, I see you on that journey. I'm not on that path, so I'm not going to destroy you from where you're going. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You may have to take yourself away from that situation. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man. Got any topic? I got one more. I mean, it's it's something, it's something small. I mean, I, well, I don't think it's small. Um, but I saw something in passing the other day. I think it's pretty crazy to me, but mm-hmm. on the grand scheme, like, so I saw a Texas lawmaker. I don't know his name. I didn't bother to even get his name. Mm. Um, introduce his bill that would give the death penalty to women who have an abortion. Hmm. So like, I'm not really into the politics. Like I don't, I don't subscribe to either side: conservative, mm. liberal, Democrat, Republican. Um, All the same shit. Yeah, like Left I just wing, think, right yeah. Wing. It's still they got their own agendas, <laughs> and, and you know what I'm saying. It's one and, party, right? Exactly. But what's your thoughts on that? Because I feel like, and I always talk about like society about, you know, I've been having this conversation about, um, and I don't want to drag this on, but I've been having this conversation with with different amount of my friends about like the society we live in and how women are viewed versus how men are viewed, yeah. and um, um, about how I think that me personally, I think that men since we control so much of this society you know what i'm saying and how like we looked upon i feel like women get put through so much shit that we like we'll never have to worry about you know what i'm saying so when it comes to this situation when i read that i had to retweet it like this is like i don't think niggas understand how insane this is like giving someone the death penalty under any circumstance because they had an abortion you know what i'm saying this is i mean I'm pro-life, but I'm also pro-decision. Like, I'm not in a predicament where I will be carrying a child, and if I have a birth for that child, um, my life could be at jeopardy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? A lot of women, they, they're they not physically able to have mm-hmm. a child because maybe they, you know what I'm saying, complications with their body. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. some women have, they get pregnant because maybe they was raped, or maybe they just had a, you know what I'm saying, had a bad situation, or... A lot of shit can happen. You know what I'm saying? They're not in the right predicament to um do that child. So when I saw this, when I saw like there's a he's a man, mm-hmm. uh white man, um, mm-hmm. making that type of decision, even had the gall to even make a bill like that, like, uh, you have an abortion, we give you the death penalty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What are your thoughts on that? Um, it's a lot of layers to it. With me, like again, I'm I'm like so removed from politics. I don't even. But as far as with that, it's just like how I look at. Like I I don't really 
I take it to like just to just like I what who am I to tell somebody what to do with their body? Right. I can right. feel my how I feel about it, but at the end of the day, I can't like that's just what like your 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 birthright like to handle your body how you mm-hmm. want to handle it. Mm-hmm. So you can get into the to the ins and outs as far as all right, like if a woman was raped and then she like got pregnant and she might want to have abortion, or you could see, or if someone was just not really moving in a certain way and they get pregnant and they don't feel like they are responsible enough to take a child, they want to abort the child. At the end of the day, it still boils down to. Like I can't tell you what to do with your body. Right. Like I, I can't. Right. I, don't, I don't. I feel like there's like a lot of argument, but it's like it just boils down simple. to that. Yeah. It's very yeah. simple. Yeah, it's simple. It's very yeah. simple. Even yeah. down to all right. If I was, if I was in a relationship, and, sh- or if I was dealing with somebody, just having sex with somebody, and they got pregnant, and I didn't want to have the child, at the end of the day, I'm not carrying that. Like I'm not. So yeah, what right. I. I could say this is how I feel, whatever, but it's not my choice. Mm-hmm. I took a part in creating a child, but at the end of the day, I don't have to carry it for these X amount of months. Right. So I have a, a say somewhat, but it's still not my body. Right. It's literally in someone's body. You know what I'm saying? It's so a part of them. I, I like, that's just how simple it goes for me. Like, yeah. it's not my, like, yo, how, why do we feel the need, even out of that, just, to, to regulate and control so many different things. Like, That's that. On just like a, it's not natural. Now you can feel how you feel. You are obligated to that. Right. You can feel how you feel about whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the end, like I can't tell you, I can't tell you to put something on your skin. Like it's, it's yeah. essentially the same thing to me. It's that yearning yeah. for power, son. Yeah. I don't get it. It's that yearning right, for so being a puppet master. As far, I agree with you. Hundred percent. Like, as far as telling the woman what to do, I can't. However, I am. However, pro like you know, I'm pro life. Like I, I choose. Like I, I would tell a woman like, yo, give me the baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you're gonna have to sacrifice your body for nine, more like six to seven months because first two three months you don't really see it. Mm-hmm. I know you're gonna have to sacrifice. You might lose. You know, gain a little weight. You know, be out of shape a little, whatever. But I prefer having the baby. You know what I'm saying? But in addition to that, what crossed, what popped into my head was um, a couple years ago, there's a, I don't know if he was a senator or what, but I think he's from Texas as well. Mm-hmm. Man by the name of Mitt Romney. He was <laughs> running for president. <laughs> yeah. He is so a billionaire guy. and he had about seven children. Mm-hmm. He one of his main things that he was pushing for during on his campaign was the removal of contraceptives. You said this person is from Texas. Mm-hmm. Do you by any chance know if they're a Republican or not? I'm gonna find that right now. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like we said, at yeah. the end of the day, left wing, right wing, same fucking. Evil. I see where you're going, but you see, what, yeah. yeah. See so it's like you want to take away the contraceptives, and now we're gonna punish abortions so if we take away contraceptives the likelihood of you guys getting pregnant now it it increases right in addition to that (laughs) the likelihood the majority of people who what one of the main questions is which demographic or ethnicity of women gets the most i was just thinking about that too yeah you know what i'm saying yeah it's a chess move 
if you keep the child, we're going to inject the child. We're going to give it so much vaccination. It's going to be a zombie. You already skipped a step, though. The complications that black women have with with uh, childbearing, childbe- period. Yeah, right. They 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 inject the vaccinations they're getting regardless, plus the complications, like you said. So it's it's too much. It's talk about two birds, one stone. This is like seven birds, one stone. So yeah. you, you well, I don't have to break it down. Y'all see where I'm going, yeah. but hopefully the viewers, the listeners, could see where I'm going right, as well. It. So it's like you know what I'm saying. It's you just don't look at that. You just don't look at Republican. He's Republican. Look at that man. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Yo, if I die, y'all niggas better ride for me, son. That's a fact. <laughs> but um, that's just how I look at it. Like mm-hmm. nothing is coincidental. Nothing is just nothing is new under the sun. And to take it like I don't belong to no religion, but. It's things in the Bible that is very true and has came to pass and is and it's certain passages in the Bible that correlates 100 percent with the times we're living in right now. Definitely. For example. Like I just said, nothing new, nothing is new under the sun. In the time of Moses, they were killing Hebrew children. Yeah. In the time of Jesus, while he was conceived, they were killing children, males. In both scenarios, it's males, both black males. I mean, as far as the ruler, I don't know. I wasn't there, but both black males. In our time, the main suspects, the main victims of gun violence by police of ADD, ADHD in the school system, of neurological vaccines, you know, I mean, of vaccinations causing neurological permanent damages mm-hmm. of black children, mainly black males. Yeah. So we're becoming sterilized. We can't reproduce. We're becoming, we're, we're straight up being fatally, you know, erased. And you're telling me like, this is just a coincidence? And then right. these laws and policies are being, you know, implemented and 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 con and, and concocted that happens to, you know, pertain to us. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Right. Nah. The average person is not even like thinking about that. They're not even thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Everything you just said sounds bizarre. I know, but they can't. They can't. They can't. They can't denounce those facts yeah especially if there's a trend and there's you know what i'm saying like you see the pattern yeah yeah you'll be a fool to ignore it yeah so and, and another part too another dynamic is like we got the republicans that's focusing on contraceptives and 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 um abortions, abortions while the democrats are pushing uh you know Oh, women can do whatever. You don't need a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like um, an attack from both sides. Um, we're pro gay. Um, we're pro vaccinations. Like I looked up the chick Elizabeth Warren, the white woman who's mm-hmm. running for president next year, mm. and I hit you and Steve, and I was like, "Yo, she's no go. She's like Hillary." 
Right. Soon as I read up the shit when Steve sent us that um her name in the group chat, I looked up, you know, what is she pushing? And then I looked up, I went on the Democrat the Democratic Convention dot mm-hmm. org page. So regardless of what state you're from or what you're running for, this is your curriculum. Like in school, we got a curriculum. This is your whole party's curriculum. And I read all the shit that the Democrat is pushing for. And I'm like, yo, these niggas ain't better. Right. <laughs> these they just taking a different better. angle. This yeah. is the Democrats and Republicans is slavery and um, sharecropping. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Different label. Right. It's politics. It's it's like right. it's like the theatrics to me, for real. For yeah, real. and I think just as far as like with the the masses of people, like we just get conditioned into just our yeah. what is that? For and, instance, when I when I saw, I remember the first time I saw Donald Trump mm-hmm. like running for presidency. I was at my grandmother's house, and my my grandfather he's really into politics. Mm-hmm. Like he'll sit there afterward, like all night. Like, look at this. See, that's my mom. And I said, uh, and that's, I said, that's my mom. And it, it was like, I don't even think he was on the TV. It was just Donald Donald Trump has announced he's running for presidency. Mm-hmm. I said, guess what? That's gonna be your next president. Yeah. And it, oh no, he he'll never make it. He's not qualified. Blah blah blah. And in my head, I'm like, yo, because on paper it sounds fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I, I already knew that's your next president. Yeah. Right. So he he's going, we're going through primaries and all that. And they're like, oh yeah, I'll never make it to the next. I'm like, watch. You think of like you keep calling me silly, but watch. Yeah. So then it came down to it. I'm in a I was in LA at the time. I was what with, said. I was in a uh I was in an Airbnb with a couple of my homies. Mm. And they're like, oh my God, like he's really depressed. I said, why? Like I've been saying this. Like, this is not <laughs> so you gotta look deeper, like, all right. Like it's Donald, like it's the what you see as a president is Donald Trump. Like, does he fit that? Does he personify that? No, he yeah, he's like know. a he's a what a personality, right? Like a TV the, personality. None of the presidents ever right. personified presidency. The closest is Barack Obama. Yeah, and, and then you got to think about. I don't even want to get into politics, but I just brought. I don't even right. know why I brought that up. I would say this to piggyback on you though. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference between Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan? This nigga was an actor. I'm pretty sure everything that people said about Donald Trump, him being a businessman and all this, is the same thing they said in the 80s, late mm-hmm. 70s about Ronald Reagan. He, this man is in cowboy movies. He cannot lead us. Yeah. He became a president. Yeah. And then you got to think about <laughs> with... Cause I always think about when... When majority of people are focused on one thing, mm. what are we not focused on? And Donald Trump is really good at at, that's, at uh, uh, assuming getting your yeah. your focus. I'm telling you, that's one of the forty eight yeah. laws of power. Yeah. So we focus over here. Right. It's like, all right, if I throw something over here and y'all look over there, yeah. I could get away with some shit over there. Yeah. Because y'all not looking. Right. Case in point. The R. Kelly um, docuseries, Surviving R. Kelly. Yeah, they get us with the, the simple weekend, shit every time. The weekend, right? That Tuesday, the woman who, two women who accused um, Harvey Weinstein, mm-hmm. their cases was dropped by the, the court. Yeah. Oh, the where? He threw out the case. Yeah, I spoke on that on the podcast. He threw out the case. <laughs> so we going to throw this. Yeah, That's we going to throw this bone for y'all. Majority of y'all. 
And we all but we we pushing this though. Y'all seen here. R. Kelly? Oh my god, that was so crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but did y'all see Harvey Weinstein? Well, Harvey Weinstein. Well, who's the, first of all? Who's, who's that? Harvey right, Weinstein? Right. They gonna be like, who's that? Because so many of y'all living under a rock. <laughs> Doctor McNasty. But, but uh, yeah, I didn't even know that you said that. I didn't. I didn't even yeah. know that that they do out them cases. Cause we gotta get that nigga too. So I don't not, know if you heard my thought. I mean, I, I mean, I, I can get into it, but all these niggas gotta go down. You know what I'm e- saying everybody. But you wait. So when that's bringing it to like the, uh, it's everything, every industry. But you have like, especially with the entertainment industry. There's so many like gatekeepers and doors. Yeah. Like if you say everybody gotta come down, it's a lot of niggas. It's a, a lot of yeah. niggas it's, love. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, what's his name? Geffen. Um, from Geffen Records. I know. I. David I know. Geffen, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. But it's he, a lot. It's yeah. a lot of niggas I gotta go He's down. He's a powerhouse, man. right? But there. thing is, if like. You're right. There's a lot. There's a lot of folks that we that we may love. There's a lot of folks that that you know they produce really good content. That we gotta give them a nasty award. Yeah. And we gotta get them niggas out of here, man. Because if we standing for truth, and we like, exactly. if I'm someone that I say in my life, I'm standing for truth. I want to be genuine. I want to stand on my my, my principles. I want to be, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying integrity. Mm-hmm. How do I feel looking at somebody that's not bothered by that and ignoring it just because they make content that yeah. I love? This record's popping. You know what I'm saying? I agree. But it's like my my I have a but to that too. My it's rebuttal to that is not necessarily in opposition, but more in terms of like just logical reasoning, right? Mm-hmm. These people that we mentioned that are not being slammed the same way as like Robert Ke- um, R. Kelly or Bill, Bill Cosby, Cosby or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, got to call a spade a spade. These are white people. Yeah. These are Jewish people. Right. When they go down, I'm not saying they will never go down. They will go down. When they go down, presidents are going down. Senators are going down. Yeah. Like the Hillary Clinton, the Hillary Foundation. The yeah. shit that she got in her closet. Yeah. Governments are going down. Yeah. So, and and if you look at it, they're in cahoots. Hollywood is in cahoots with the government. Mm-hmm. There have been documents passed from the government to Hollywood, whereas they would then make certain films loosely pertaining to, or, you know, um, yeah, loosely pertaining to that document that, all it does, all it serves to do is to condition the masses so that yeah. when the government passed this, we as Hollywood, we did our role. We we conditioned them. Yeah. So they're ready for this now. It's all a system. That's all it is. Yeah. It's all a system. So all that, you know, hating Muslims, men being women beaters, men, black men being gangbangers, they they went on a roll from the 60s with the from the 70s the, with the black exploitation to like mm-hmm. the 90s with Boys in the Hood and all that. Yeah. Man, they went on a roll. They're right. like, yeah, this is what we want America to think of y'all. This is what we want the world to think of y'all until they interact with y'all. But I'm not saying, like I said, they would never go down. They will go down. It's just in due time. Yeah. So right. we could speak on it. So when we see like black, you know, people being slandered or whatever, 
they're more likely to be condemned and reprimanded yeah because of the current you know the current setup Mm -hmm. in the world yeah but it's only in due time you know what i'm saying even with a layer that because we like our people just like we we hop on it as if it's like a whole big spectacle yeah like we we sit in it and just like felt like, oh my God, like you seen this Bill Cosby situation, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But when something comes up about somebody that's not in our in our community or like a white person, it's, it's just like, oh damn, like, all right, that's nasty. And then Yeah. It's not, it's not a whole that's why it's like theatric. It's not a whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Like even down to like with the cause I didn't watch the R. Kelly shit. I'm like, yeah. yo, I'm not like this shit ain't new, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like this shit ain't new. All why? that hate. This Magically came into so many niggas' hearts this and women' hearts. This shit ain't new. Like, like this shit, been new. this shit ain't new. But we like we been the music been rocking. Um, but what my butt was because I I remember uh, because it's with the music sometimes it's, it's tough to because sometimes you like compartmentalize. I was at an event and um, and I wasn't thinking nothing of it, but an R. Kelly song came on, so I was like, oh shit! But then everybody started booing. I was like, damn, people don't like this song. But then I had to put two and two. I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh. Yeah. But it was so like bared because I'm like, yo, why are we like why are we still in a place to where we can get a rise out of when it's not new? That just shows that all right, this this has been placed in front of your face right now mm-hmm. for a reason. Yeah. We need y'all a rise out of y'all. Yeah. Well, me, I'm like, yeah, that nigga, like, all right, he nasty nigga. He's been a nasty nigga. Like, are we are we rocking or not? Cause one year we rocking, one year we not rocking. That's what I'm saying. We gotta, we gotta stand. We gotta finally stand on some shit. That goes for all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not to say that I was rocking because I heard the song. Look, but it's look, just, it's, it's look, right. it's when no secret. That nigga makes songs, phenomenal music. Yeah. yeah. And plus, when we hear certain songs, it's certain events. It's a certain time. It strikes emotion yeah. in our yeah. life. Whereas, yeah. like, yo, I was in middle school. Yeah. I remember yeah. going to the school dance. You know what I'm saying? Life was good. There was no stress. I didn't have to worry about paying bills and shit. Yeah. So, and plus, it's sonically phenomenal yeah to us. yeah right and it yeah. goes back to the to the conditioning i was saying too yeah so it, it, it just a res, it was a, a response yeah right. that song the whatever i forgot what song it just made me think of family and, and good times step in the name of love yeah it was stepping in yeah. see you see that somebody's birthday that should make you want a two-step just yeah. exactly yeah. what we'll, we'll mel at i'm right. about to you know what i'm saying get my lovers rock on but yeah and uh I don't want to be long-winded. I don't want to be dragging shit on, but shit just keep popping in my head. Right. We cannot neglect divide and conquer strategy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's like when we pay attention to white people, like we said earlier, if we want to be, if we want to be in that position, we need to copy, right? Mm -hmm. Now, this is where the contradiction lies. We don't stick on code with each other. Nope. If you did a murder, if you committed a murder, me and Terry had nothing to do with it. Dominique committed the murder. We're ostracizing you from the community. You're a rapist. I didn't do it. Dominique didn't do it. Ostracize you. I'm a child pedophile. Yeah. Ostracize. You see what I'm saying? But when white people do that shit, oh no, he was a great, he's a great friend. He's a great father. And they stick with each other. Even though this is this nigga's 13th victim, mm-hmm. 13th complaint pertaining to it. Right. So it's like, for me, I know how I rock. Truth is truth. 
yeah family or not truth is truth yeah i yeah. stand on that that's my conviction that's my life's conviction but it's like then again it's like we should condemn I them know within my life us conviction but it's certain things i may have to edit yeah. for the betterment of my people mm-hmm. because i'm seeing the long run yeah i'm seeing i'm i'm looking at you know my bad at the end I'm not looking at just me. Yeah. I take it even with a layer because it's like a concept where, all right, we can govern and police ourselves, but we we can do that within ourselves. We yeah. don't have to do that outwards. Yeah. Out, it's like yeah. a media it's where- like, all right, you fucked up? Yeah. As if we are our our, our unit, yeah, exactly. we can pull you like, bro. I got to speak to you one-on-one. You fucked up. Exactly. Right. Instead of we throwing him to this. the wolves, to the but other. Now we throw exactly. you yeah, I understand to them. That. Are you fucked up? And are you fucked up to us too? So you mm-hmm. fucked up to everybody. So you out there. But then we don't even realize how that affects us. Exactly. Yeah, because, because they start looking at him like he's representation of he the rest of us. black men. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. The yeah. media. Look at the media. Jesse Smollett. Oh, black men are not supporting gays in their community. Black men are rapists. Black men are murderers. Black men are this. Black men are that. People yeah. gonna hear me saying this. They're gonna be like, "Oh, he's talking about all black men." Obviously, I'm not because I'm a black man. Am I? Am I reacting out of emotion, saying that I feel like you know they're misrepresenting me? No, I'm just bringing awareness to people. Like, yo, look at the look at how we're being played. Mm-hmm. These are pawn moves. Yeah. So that when it's time, yo, who do you guys want to uh, elect to be erased from the planet or erased from America? Oh yeah, or oh, the black men because niggas they, they, these niggas they raping our women, they they, right. they, they raping children, up. they they robbing. You ain't yeah. seen nobody rob or nothing. The only right. robbery you saw was old dog and boys in the hood. Yeah. Right. Some of these white people never even saw a black person in their life. In their life, except for TV. When it goes back to conditioning. Yeah. That's the only reference. Accumulation from, that's the only experience. That's the only reference. So when you recall, it's like, all right, Mm -hmm. I've never saw a black person in my life. I walk down the street, I see a black person today. My mind, all right, the last black person I saw was sitting on top of a car (laughs) with an AK. Right. Doop, doop. That's all I know as far as black people. It hits a trigger for you. Now all of a sudden, your mind going through shit like, Mm -hmm. because like I said, you your mind, your mind creates its own reality. Yeah, exactly. So you see, you know what I'm saying. So think about, think about with with a, with a police officer. You're policing a community you're not from. Your community, you never really dealt with black people. Right. But now you over here dealing with black people. Don't make no sense. It, it don't make, make any no sense. sense. Yeah, it makes any sense. It, you, make, it makes sense. It makes it, sense. It, 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 yeah, it, no, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, for the it moves yeah. and shit. But, but like, us, like, like logically. As far as like what should what should happen, mm-hmm. it makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? If I'm someone that I've never, I'm someone that I, I've never dealt with animals before. Never, never been, never encountered one animal. I'm gonna apply to a job that deals with. I'm a zookeeper. Mm-hmm. I have no experience with this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know the tendencies. I don't know. What not to do? I don't know how to. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna I'm gonna get a full time job as a zookeeper. Um, zookeeper now. I'm dealing with lions and shit. I'm yeah. dealing with penguins and shit. And 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 even makes no sense. Take take the 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 
the entity as far as the person out of it, the environment. Because we, we come from different environments too. Mm-hmm. We ain't like, as far as people of color, we are in a like a, a sardine can with yeah. not the same resource. So you going to operate differently. Right. If everybody hungry, the law of the land is self-preservation. Yeah, survival. So this black or black crime, you put a bunch of people together and they ain't got shit. You have right. crime. Yeah. yeah. Wherever. Exactly. Yeah. What about lion on right. lion crime? Right. That's yeah. only through fuck? proximity. Like bird you hurt who you crime. closest to. That's exactly. just that's humans. If I was a, if I'm black and you brown and you yellow and you green, and I I don't have no resources, I don't know myself, I don't, and I'm trying to survive. I don't care what you are. <laughs> right. I might take from you, steal from you, do whatever. Right. That's just in its by design. But just because we together, oh, let's throw that label on that black and white crime. What about black and white crime? What about white on white, right. yellow on yellow? Like crime is like it's crime. Yeah, exactly. It's crime. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. Like I. I it's. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. We going. <laughs> end it. We going end it on that. Right. Yo, my nigga oh, Terry. Fact of the week. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Ah, so what you got like five now? Because we missed a couple like of weeks. Two or three. Uh, yeah, I know. This is like right. the third week, right, fourth bet. week. I was going through. Uh, you know, I was but dealing you ain't with. Have me. one, nigga. But um, fact of the week. I got a couple facts of the week. Uh, first fact: a Congressman by the name of Lewis McFadden. He exposed the real reason for the cause of the great depression mm. and three days later he was killed <laughs> um of course it dealt Regular with shit. um international bankers mm. they were the ones who planned it they 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 basically orchestrated it in a way whereas the world is going to be eating out of our palms mm-hmm. you know mm. uh second fact of the week on december 28th 2006 the fda gave preliminary preliminary approval for meat and dairy products from cloned animals so what we're consuming when was that when was that past you said this was december 28 2006 that's it yeah so we've been 2006 so yeah. we've been eating it's yeah. a likelihood very high likelihood that. that we've been eating cloned Cats is eating chickens that wasn't born with heads. Like, yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, fucking crazy. Um. Oh, another one. This is the last fact. I'm gonna drop three. That's crazy. Yeah, I got a question. 2006. Yeah, it's no wonder we out here wild. There's man. a man by the name of Norman Thomas. Norman Thomas. And this was his quote. From a speech and he gave in 1944. He said, The American people will never knowingly adopt socialism, but under the name of liberalism, they will adopt they will adopt every fragment of the socialist program until one day America will be a socialist nation without knowing how it happened. He went on to say, I no longer need to run as a president as i no longer i no longer need to run as a presidential candidate candidate for the socialist party the democratic party has adopted our platform so in other words the democrats or the democrats and the republicans are indeed pushing 
socialist, socialist. narratives. Mm-hmm. But yet we hate people like Fidel Castro and, you know, the guy from Venezuela, um, Chavez, a couple of years ago and stuff. Right. So it's like, and then we talk down on China, but majority of U.S. businesses in China right. are being exported to China. Or made from China. So it's like. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted to say something, though? I was going to ask. <clears throat> What's one thing um, you're trying to get better with for the month? Oh, me? Yeah, just in general for everybody. With me, I, I start off with me is just I'm realizing I need to um, like relinquish trying to control everything. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at trying to do that. And then I just run my, like I stress myself out and I run myself ragged trying to control everything. So that's the biggest thing for me. I agree because I suffer from that too. And the major downfall with that is you try to control everything and you become productive in literally nothing exactly you're focusing on this you're focusing on that you're focusing on this i'm trying to read more i'm trying to be a better boyfriend i'm trying to be a better son i'm trying to become financially stable i'm trying to learn stocks and bonds i'm trying to i'm trying to gather information for the podcast i'm trying to be a great team player i'm trying to be a great friend i'm trying to be a great uncle but damn it's a lot. It's, it's, it's just a lot. It's only one Abdallah. Right. Those are nine things I just listed. That yo, that's crazy. You say that because right, right before you came, I was, I was standing next to the sink. I forgot what I was doing, but I was just thinking like, man, I've been thinking about a lot of shit lately. Like mm-hmm. a lot of shit you talking about just now mm-hmm. was like, it's a lot. Of, it's like it's hard to focus exactly. on certain shit. And to answer your question, that's what I've been trying to. That's what I've been working on doing as of late. Like. I feel like I got complacent when it came to like, like make, like taking that extra step as far as like gaining knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think last night I had like my first time meditating because mm-hmm. I want to be like I feel like I, I want to be more intuitive with myself. I feel like I second guess myself a lot, and I feel like a lot of things. I feel like a lot. I mean, I base like my movements off instincts, but I feel like I've been lacking that mm-hmm. a little bit. And I've been picking up more books lately. You know what I'm saying? I've been trying to like be like get in the habit of wanting to like better my mind. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. gain more knowledge. I feel like I got complacent the last couple of years. I got I had a point where I was reading a lot of books and then I don't know, I got mad complacent. So this yeah. month I've been trying to just refocus, refine myself. True. Yeah, so mine would be a collective of what y'all said. Reading more, gaining more knowledge, and trying to try not to control everything. Yeah. I need to relax. Right. And just yeah. go back to my intuitive self. Because the spirit, this physical, this is just a spacesuit for Earth. Yeah. So my spirit is telling me that's my GPS. I just need to abide by it. And that's my plan. Right. Not even for the next month, but for the rest of my life. Right. The help with what I'm trying to work on this month is I've been trying to prioritize not multitasking so whatever i'm doing i'm I'm focused on that for whatever a lot of time i put on it because right. when i'm trying to multitask i most of the time i don't get anything done because i'm right. worrying about a hundred things at once when i can I relate can't to that for sure. at once. and yeah you can you can one thing i always realize is you could do a lot of things and not get anything done you could be busy and not be efficient right so that's the biggest thing yep execution but 
Yeah. Great episode. Great episode, man. Really <laughs> yeah, glad you came you, out. Brother for appreciate it. Pulling up. Appreciate it. For appreciate sure. It. I hope it like knowledge. it wasn't we weren't like somber. We were just talking yeah, real yeah, shit. Yeah, just talking real shit. Nah. Yeah. It flowed. It flowed, man. Now nah, definitely this is one that I'm gonna definitely listen back to. Cause I know this one of them episodes that I felt like like you listen to it the first time, mm-hmm. you're not gonna catch everything. Mm-hmm. I felt like second time Maybe third time you gonna you gonna catch some shit like oh yeah right? you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. especially like listening to it like secondhand not being in it too exactly mm-hmm. I know for a fact it's certain things y'all said that I didn't catch because I was yeah. probably thinking of shit to say or mm-hmm. thinking about like I'm trying to process some shit you said a minute ago and you said another exactly. shit I'm like oh shit mm-hmm. we talking jewels you might catch a jewel from yourself like dang I right. said that but I didn't even see it that way right or something that just naturally came out of you that you like like uh. Evaluate deeper, yeah. yeah, right. But I, uh, y'all, oh, before you know I'm saying, let the folks know um, where they can find you. You got a show coming up on the oh, 26th. Yeah, yeah. I got a, um, yeah. I got a show in Brooklyn on the 26th at the Paper Box. Um, that's on, yeah, the 26th in Brooklyn. I got the the link for the tickets. It's in my uh, in my Your social bio, media. Right? Yeah, we're gonna put it in the description yeah. as well. It's uh, F L Y T E R R Y M A K Fly Terry Mac. Mac without the C, M A K. Oh, I wanted to ask you this. Um, what did the what inspired the name? I mean, I know your first name is Terry, correct? Okay. My oh. first name is Terrence. Oh wow, Terrence. Yeah. Terrence. Yeah. Terrence Howard. All right. I <laughs> never and like growing up, I was like, don't call me Terry. Like I okay. never liked that. But honestly, somebody somebody that I grew up with mm. who never called me Terry before. It was one time like we were listening to my music mm. and they called me Terry. So and then people just started doing that. Okay. Like calling me Terry. I was like, I've never heard you call me Terry. But since it was new, I was like, all right, like, all yeah. right, whatever. Because this was somebody like, I was like my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Mac is two different things. One is like, it's short for Machiavelli. It's paying homage to Tupac. Tupac is one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. And two, it stands for, for uh, Make a Killing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, okay. that also came from somebody that I used to like, I used to deal with when I was younger. And he used to say, like, yo, whatever you do, like, you always make sure you kill it. Like, whether it's music or whatever, you always put your all into it. So I just put it together, like, Terry Mac. Fire. Dope. Yeah. Dope. Dope. People always mis- misspell it, like, M-A-C-K. Right. And I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yes, sir. You hear it, folks. You want to leave your social media handle? Um, you did it right. You did it right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. All social media is F-L-Y-T-E-R-R-Y-M-A-K. Fly okay. Terry Mac. And you can find everything. I got all my music on there. Um, and I got a lot more coming this year. So you'll, you'll catch everything on there. Everything yeah. on there. Go cop some tickets and come out for, for the 26th. Sure. This is Big my first show in like Big two facts. years. I haven't been on the stage in a minute. So I'm kind of like, yo. Nervous a little bit? It's, it's, it's nervous. Not that I don't have the ability to do it. It's right. just I don't gauge as far as like, I don't have a gauge as far as where I'm at. In my ability, mm. like where's my breathing at? Where's like my interaction right, with right, the crowd? Right. I, don't I don't think about know. that. So, but I'm I'm excited because it's like yo, it's been a minute, and I feel like I'm finally getting like this niche to where I know where I'm going, and I have everything in order. Like like I said, I sat on 300 records for like three years and couldn't yeah. put it out. So now I'm finally getting to being able to put out music and work on my own like my own essence. Right. So. I'm just excited. So however it goes, I could bomb. I don't believe I'm gonna bomb. Like I like. I, I, I'll like, let you know if you bomb. I'm gonna yeah. be nah. going. I'm gonna be. In the I tell audience. everybody. Nah, yeah, you, for sure. We gonna be there. If you ever meet me and you hear my music, I tell you, let me know what's what's hard and what, let me know what you think is trash. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because I'm like, 
I'm I'm also a student of music. Like I started as a student too. Mm. So whenever some I take it constructively. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When I was signed exactly. to a label, they was like, "Yo, you need to work on your hooks." A month later, I'm on all the hooks on everybody's music. Mm. So I'm like, "All right, I just take it." I appreciate. I'm always it, trying to get better. Right, yeah, feedback. Yeah. yeah, so I'm just a, like I said, a student of life. But yeah, I appreciate uh, yeah. y'all. Oh yeah, for sure. This was fire. For sure. This was fire. We're gonna have you again, man. Yeah. The people this, need it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. We can get in, we can get into a lot of different things. Yeah, this shit could go, man. We yeah. could have made this shit longer. Yeah. Yeah. This, <laughs> you know this what I'm was, saying? It was just it was like I like ever since I started listening to this podcast, I like it because it's genuine and it just comes like like it's fluid. Mm. Right. Even though y'all might have the topics that y'all want to talk about, right. yeah. it's still like it flows shop conversation. Right. Exactly. It's not like, all right, this is the points we want to talk about in this topic and let's make sure we don't talk on that. It's not. It's right. natural. And yeah. we put our own humor and shit too. Exactly. Like yeah. We don't, you know what I'm saying? We don't, we not sounding like Fox 5 or News 12 Brooklyn. Yeah. Right. We're not your ordinary, you know? Bye, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bang.